Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Keish. What's up? Hey, and there's Bree. Hey, everyone. Hey. Okay, so let me switch on the YouTube side. I know I'm a few minutes late because I had to reset my Wi-Fi. I don't know how the power cord got unplugged, but Uh -uh. it's like, (laughs) I know, right? I'm getting ready to log on. I'm like, you have no internet connection. I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) So it was unplugged. So let me get the other side started, okay? Hold on. Okay. Can y'all still hear me? Yes. Okay. What about now? Yeah, you sound good. Perfect. Okay, we are live. Welcome Keisha back. Now Trish is out this week. Uh-huh. I said uh, Trish is out this week, so we got Bree covering for Trish. Hey, everyone. All right. Hey, Bree. Hey, Keish. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Happy Friday. All righty. So let's go ahead and jump into this because I know I'm like five or six minutes late. And sorry about that, you guys. Somehow I had to reset my my Wi-Fi because the power cord was out the wall when I got ready to originally sign on. So it's almost like rebooting the whole modem all over again when you plug it up. So that's why we're a little a few minutes late so my apologies on that but welcome you guys to cbs soap dish recap where keisha brie and i will be recapping the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful for the week of september 18th through the 22nd and uh what y'all feel about this week there's a lot of moving parts <laughs> There's a, a lot of moving parts, and I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, it's a lot of moving parts. I mean, uh, especially when it comes to uh, Young and the Restless. Oh, my goodness. It's that like, whiplash trying to keep up with that. I know. It's like it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we normally recap the young and the restless in the first half of the show, the bold and the beautiful in the second half of the show, and then we do our flip the script segment and who's taking several seats. Lately, we've been doing the star of the week, so, you know, so far that's been going pretty well, so we'll do that too. (laughs) As Jay Money said that he heard you in the background when the intro came on. (laughs) Oh, my bad. What was I saying? When you were asking if they could hear, if we could hear. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right. So let me go ahead and do the summary and we're going to break down the storylines. The storylines. Okay. Hold on. Young and the Restless. Okay. So for the week of the 18th through the 22nd, 
Adam kisses Sally. Victoria worries about Victor's mental health as Victor gets his portrait out of storage and reclaim his office. Tucker offers Phyllis $2 million to hack into a company. Tessa returns and Billy has a warning for Phyllis. Victor keeps the secret on who bought his piece of chance the winners and Tucker asks Phyllis to hack into Billy's accounts. Audra is forced to fire Kyle and then dumps him while Jack and Billy Phyllis agrees to Tucker's offer. Diane urges Jack to can Billy and Audra tells Kyle to go back to summer. All right. So where y'all want to start? I guess we can kind of start in the beginning of the week. I think it was like Sharon and Mariah and Tessa. Um, I guess we could start there. Okay, well, go ahead. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed with Sharon and Mariah. Mm-hmm. The way they keep... Adam had nothing to do with any of the conversation, but the way they throw Adam and Summer under the bus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was so annoying to me as if they are like the the business masterminds to have any stable job it seems like mariah is just a tip just like nick is she's going from job to job to job but okay i and i could understand she doesn't like summer but just the way that like you find any and every reason to to throw shade at that girl and that girl gave you a job Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it just makes no sense to me yeah, what you think, Keish? You already know how I feel about Mariah. Yeah. Um, and and the whole summer dynamic. So I was also annoyed with that scene too, because it, I, when Sharon brought up that she thinks she's got competition with Summer when it comes to Chance, and you know Mariah's all like, "Well, we can't let Summer ruin this for you," and blah. And I'm like, Summer hasn't even done anything. <laughs> at all just be- right just because Sharon noticed that maybe she seemed a little happy to see Chance when they were weren't they in the park or something like that when they right. all three were together right just because she may have picked up on something you know doesn't mean that there's any action that needs to be taken because she hasn't done anything and is Sharon and Chance are they even in a committed relationship no, no. Like, what am I missing here? <laughs> they hooked so, up one time and that was it. Right. So just like the way that that uh, Mariah was talking about her was this, as if Summer and Chance had been in some long-term relationship and here comes, or not Summer, um, Sharon and Chance had been in some long-term relationship and here comes Summer, like, I don't know, flaunting herself in front of Chance and trying to steal him away from Sharon. It's like, chill out. <laughs> I agree. You know what? I'm so sick. First of all, I'm sick and tired of them throwing Adam's name anytime that they can have a conversation about anything that seems to be be, uh, going wrong. If the sun is outside and it's 90 degrees, it's Adam's fault. (laughs) If the cat ran away, it's Adam's fault. I mean, if you know, you didn't get your dinner on time, that's Adam's fault too. It's like, come on. At Mm -hmm. some point, some of y'all got Hello. Uh oh. You guys still there? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, this it sound went out for a second. But it, it's 
it it once again Sharon is going to be competing with her ex-husband's daughter mm-hmm. over a man that she hooked up with they, they're both glorified rebounds he's getting over his divorce and she had just lost Ray after a year so they both just got what they needed out of each other and plus I mean Chance, I've been looking at Chance. I've been looking at Chance, and I've been adoring and and just loving how he looks. So, it, does that make me after Chance? <laughs> if so, right. then can I have him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think they jumped. She Sharon jumped to too many conclusions, and then of course Summer is jumping right on that bandwagon and. I have a feeling that the next time we see Summer and Mariah together, she's going to bring it up or she's going to say something to Summer about it. And it's just, it's going to be unnecessary drama. That's none of Mariah's business, honestly. Yeah. Go ahead. It's just, I mean, that's all she pretty much had going on. And then the Tessa came home. It's like, oh, I wanted to go to the appointment. And I, and I fully understand and respect you know, this is a real issue that happens with a lot of kids. And I understand they wanted to come home and spend time with their child. But other than that, there's really not much going on with Mariah besides her having an opinion about what's going on in Kyle's life, mm-hmm. in Summer's life, in Adam's life. She just has all these opinions, but forgets how we know her and how she came into town. Terrorizing Thank her you. Mother. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody ever brings that up to her, although she likes to throw Summer's uh you know, previous bad behavior in her face or, you know, whatever it is that she doesn't like about her. Yeah, Mariah needs to go take several seats. I mean, seriously, she always have something to say about somebody, whether it's Phyllis, I mean, not Phyllis, whether it's, yeah, even Phyllis, mm-hmm. whether it's um, Mar- uh, Summer or Adam. You know, it's like, girl, stop. You act like that you're Miss Saintly or somebody. Like right. you guys said, when she came to town, she was gaslighting her own mama. Right. Being this ghost of Kathy or whatever that Victor hired to drive her insane. You know what I'm saying? Now, they brought Tessa back. And the thing is, is that this spoiler this week was like she was supposed to be coming back with something shocking. And it's like, I didn't see anything. Did you Did you guys see something? Did I miss anything with Tessa? Or just the fact that they had some... You know, that she came back and then they spent time together. I missed it too if, if there was something that happened because I didn't see anything. Um, she got highlights in her hair. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah, that's it. I mean, I didn't, I was like, okay, so what's happening with Tessa? And then they came back and she was shocked to see her because I guess there was some flights or storms or something and she showed up at Sharon's house and they went back home and spent time together mm-hmm. so I didn't see anything out of the ordinary you know but some yeah. people are saying that the Jasmine Williams saying that Mariah and Tessa are a snooze I mm-hmm. agree with Jasmine yeah they have been too. boring for some years now I well whenever the last um the last time that Mariah was interesting, that her character was interesting, was when she was pregnant, when they were going through all that drama. Yeah. Yeah. I would say before that. You think before that, Brie? Yeah, because, like, like, even how she got with Tessa, 
because she was with Noah and then Mariah was trying to fight her feelings and then all that all that drama that came with Tessa and her sister that's where Mariah really was a little bit interesting and then Mariah and Tessa lived happily ever after and it's just like a snooze mm-hmm. fest yeah. yeah, I mean, they really haven't given them, I mean, they had the baby story with the hearing and stuff like that, but they really haven't gave them a script to really live, make that couple lively. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. All right, let's move on. So, let's talk about this whole thing with Phyllis and Tucker. Girl, what is wrong with Phyllis? She's an idiot. She does. You know, you know, Phyllis is my girl, but good grief. <laughs> she yeah. ain't been back for two seconds and she already back in some mess. Girl, wait a minute. Did, so uh, there's a spoiler, a spoiler alert, but he's going to be blackmailing Phyllis again because he she uh, Tucker wants Phyllis to set Billy up for embezzlement. Of course she's going to get blackmailed. Of course she is. <laughs> and she's now, an idiot. Yeah, it's like you you got out of jail by the skin of your teeth. And now you haven't been out of jail a good month. And now you already scheming, talking about, I have no other option right. to do this. And I'm like, no, you don't. Your son gave you an option. Yes, he did. I was about to say, he gave her a job. He even said, this is going to be an honest living. You can really prove yourself and you can make payments to pay off of your debt. And she said, I had to think about it. What you got to think about, girl? You either want to put yourself in a position to go to jail or you can work with your son and actually show you want to work on yourself. Right. It, it's it's really that simple. I would I hope that she would at least learn to stretch herself and not go into crimes, but... And the stuff that Jack said, oh, we, he was like, I, I already said goodbye to you at your funeral. We, we had nothing to talk about. Yes, he, <laughs> he said, if, as far as you're concerned, you're dead to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he said, the only connection that we had was those kids and you blew that up too. Yep. Yeah, it was yeah that cool. was icy. Like, I, I just can't feel sorry for Phyllis anymore. I mean, I guess I hadn't felt sorry for her in a in a while since so she had this whole fake death scheme, but it's like you, you got your second chance, the second chance that she begged for and you can't keep yourself out of trouble. Nope. She can't help herself. Nope. I got a question. Okay. Because so, Phyllis, is, this character has been a part of YNR for like, what, almost 30 years now? So she didn't had all these husbands. She didn't had all this Newman divorce money. She didn't had a hotel. She didn't had all of the, all of these assets. How did they get all wrapped up? All of her money wrapped up with Jeremy Stark to where she has to risk going to jail for just two million dollars. I didn't get that either. I'm like, did he really drain her money like that? Well, according to her, she don't even know where the money is. Because I remember seasons ago, like it was like a, I think there was a divorce settlement with, with her and Nick. I remember they said it was like 10 million that she got from that. And, and I'm like, and I know she got money from the hotel because we, we don't see her working there anymore. So it's like, what did you do with all your money? It's like you making poor money to sit, all these well, poor decision makers. Because didn't he 
when when she she married him, right? When she supposedly died, he inherited her estate. When he inherited her estate, that's the money that he hid. So everything that she had, Jeremy got, but he mm. hid it all, which is why she can't find it, which serves her right for getting involved in this whole scheme in the first place. All because she wanted to stop Jack from marrying Diane. And I know a lot of folks ain't Diane a Diane fan. And lately I've been side-eyeing Diane myself. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Jack still married her. The girl is now working at the head of HR at Jabot. All that was for nothing. And now you broke and now you back in this hole trying to figure this out and now um, Tucker has her under his thumb now. But that's what happened with her money. Jeremy inherited all and then he hid it. But here's the thing. She's a whole tech guru. That's why Tucker is hiring her. Why can't she just go and find her own money? Because she wants something quick. She wants all like she wants that big lump sum right now. So I'm assuming that's why she made this stupid decision to to do this thing for Tucker instead of just working and building it up you know when they have the name of this show the young and the restless she (laughs) is when you see her she's the restless (laughs) and young in the head what'd you say young in the head and young in the head yeah (laughs) yes that that perfectly describes her this girl cannot live without chaos she has to be involved in some sort of chaos Boring doesn't suit her. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I got to give it to Michelle Stafford for you know she keeps it interesting, but it's stupid how the, the choices Phyllis is making at all. Yeah, it, it's frustrating being a fan of Phyllis having to sit through this writing that these storylines that they keep giving her, which are just she just being destructive, like they're. There has been times in the past where, you know, Phyllis gets in a little trouble and then things kind of even out. She's good to go. She's not really doing anything that's too destructive or too chaotic. But now, lately, it seems like the past couple of years, it's just been one thing after the other with her. Mm -hmm. Like, no break, no true realization that the stuff that she's doing is toxic and dangerous and she's ruining relationships. It's just she just keeps rolling right along in the stuff. What'd you say in the stuff? <laughs> yeah, and we'll the, use that. <laughs> and the thing is, how many more chances is her kids gonna give her? I mean, like you say, after she got out of jail, they still really didn't believe her. They're about to walk away. And I mean, after telling Daniel the whole story about the two million dollars that they're the creditors are coming after her for. You know, Daniel was like, okay, look, you know what? Since the whole thing with Nick and and Sharon ain't work out, look, just come over there. I'll give you a job at where I'm at. And like you said, Keisha, she wants fast money. It's like, mm-hmm. do it the right way and just, and even Daniel said, make out a payment plan with yeah. the people. Nope. She want to do that. And from what I understand, I think it's supposed to blow up in her face next. Too. Of course, but that's what she gets. It always, <laughs> it always blow up in her face. Yep. There's a question. Do you yep. guys think they can test 
her and Tucker because I because I feel like they're gonna put these two together romantically somehow because I thought they were gonna do the same thing with her and Billy but I don't see that now but her and Tucker what do you guys think? Well, looking at the fall previews because Danny Daniel Romalotti or Danny is coming back. Um, they're talking about trying to do something between her cricket because cricket will be back more scenes on camera. So I mean, I don't know if they're trying to reignite this whole triangle between the three of them, but I don't Probably. think Tucker's on her radar, not according to what I saw in the fall preview. Oh. Poor Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's in Portugal. We don't know what happened to this man. He living his life. He decided to get up out of Genoa City. Well, he didn't decide, but he he got out of Genoa City and in Portugal, I guess. Poor Mm -hmm. Paul. Mm -hmm. Girl, and like Jenna said, what is Danny coming back to put her in a triangle for? I mean... I don't know, girl. I I don't know what they're going to do with that at this point. With her and Phyllis fighting over Danny? Hmm. Would y'all be interested in that? No, at all. I feel like that's just a way to to give Cricket a storyline. That's a good point. What else would she be on there for? Because, I mean, there's really nothing else going on. Uh, Yeah. I don't care to see, so... Yeah, I'm like, mm, okay, well, they better make it good because other than that, it's like, what you bringing him back for? I mean, he came back for a short time during the um, the whole gala thing, you know, when they was bringing back all the old stars for the 50th anniversary back in March. But, you know, it's like, okay, so you're going to give him a storyline. What is it going to be about at this point? I mean, those days had came and went, what, 30 years ago? Yeah, you know, with the whole thing with cricket, almost got ran over, and they're fighting over him and Danny, and I mean, you know, Daniel came along the, as the son and all this sort of stuff. So, I don't know. And Jenna said, "Why not give Phyllis her hotel back? Give her something to do. I mean, she could still play sneaky and maybe get involved in people's business, but give her something solid where she has her own job or something." How would she get the hotel? But I mean, maybe she could work there as a manager. But how would she? How would she be able to buy it back with no money? That's a good. Because she sold it to. Didn't she sell sell it to Lily? Chance. Yeah, and here's the thing: since the whole gala, we haven't even seen the Grand Phoenix. They've been at the GCAC for the last six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so her and Abby were fighting over that for nothing. I, I don't understand how Phyllis is is so like she she acts like she talks smart, but she she moves dumb. If that makes sense, I don't get she that. She does. She she. <laughs> you were with all of these men, billionaire men, billion billionaire sons. You didn't have all these divorces. You're a smart girl to put some money to the side. Not to mention you didn't sold and had different businesses. I'm sure you had investments. Like you're a smart woman, get get contract work. You you work in IT. Most people in IT can make about a hundred thousand. Like it, it right. just makes no sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it seemed like there was some because it was a it's two cutoff scenes that had me intrigued this week, and we didn't find out later until this conversation that Phyllis had with Daniel. 
because there was a cutoff scene when she was talking to Sharon and she asked Sharon, do I have a job? And there was no answer and we never came back to it. I was wondering if I missed that response because I didn't remember Sharon saying anything. I'm like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I said the same thing, but I'm like, no, they just never, she, there was no scene to cut back to them where Sharon says, no, I'm sorry, it didn't work out. We didn't find out until today until she had that conversation with Daniel. And when I heard her say that, well, you know, it it didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, there's my answer. Because I'm like, what was Sharon's answer? It's been like some weird like editing, especially if the black and white uh, and they kind of stay still. Like maybe they're just trying to play with that editing, but they did the same thing on Bold and Beautiful, like with Hope and Thomas. It's like we missed yeah. the whole episode. Right. That's was, the other, that's the second one I was going to say, because how did you have, and I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but I just got to say this while I'm thinking about it, you guys. How did you have Brooke bust in on Thomas and Hope? And then the next day, she's, everybody's in new clothes. Yep. Brooke is over <laughs> at Eric's. And Hope and Thomas is talking about something else. I'm like, what yeah. happened? I had so yeah, many questions. What'd you say? <laughs> what y'all, what'd you say, Bree? I had so many questions. I'm like, did Brooke leave? Did she go and run and tell Ridge? Did Hope and Thomas get right back to it on the desk? Like, what, like, what <laughs> happened? They just left <laughs> us hanging because yeah. Brooke stood there. And they were looking crazy. She hadn't even had her dress on. She was still in her slip. Her black slip. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and, and of course, Brooke was saying, Thomas was like uh, asking Thomas, I know you agree with this. Or what do you got to say about this? And it just left us there. And the next day, Brooke was over at Eric's house. Yeah. Yeah, know, that, was that was a weird, weird cut. I was like, dang, did I miss something? I do like that little, the little um, editing that they do when they have the, on Y&R, when they have the characters, like, remembering something, their little flashback or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, they started that not uh, last week, too, you know, when Adam mm-hmm. was thinking about stuff. And I'm like, okay, what are y'all doing? I guess it's it's cool, you know. I gotta get used to it. It was yeah. kind of annoying because, especially like with like Kyle and Nikki scenes, they keep they always kept thinking back, and I'm like, and it's like this like three minutes has passed, and like people are walking by you, and it just yeah. looks weird. I don't know. It felt like it was a little overkill because I feel like they did it with almost every character on screen right. at some point this week, and we don't <laughs> you don't really get that many flashback or like. Um, memory scenes or whatever you want to call them so I, it, it did seem a little excessive yeah especially it was the, a lot yeah especially the ones with Kyle he was uh having his little daydreams or whatever you want to call it his memories with Audra and it's like this like Bree said like this is he's this has been going for like two minutes now <laughs> like are just... we going to replay every scene of Kyle and Audra in his mind like what's going on here and we don't feel sorry for Kyle. Poor well, You thing. know what? Let's just move into that storyline because not only did he get fired, Audra dumped him. Oh, did she Shut play up, you, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> did she play you, Kyle, and leave you in the park? 
Listen, Nikki, like, you ain't fooling me. I know y'all sneaking around. But here's right. my thing with Nikki. She's being so judgmental about this affair. And then you want to talk trash saying about how Jack is a wild guy or something. I'm like, girl, you was with him at some point. She know your own husband. So, I mean, let's not go there. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So Kyle seemed to really be falling for Audra, I guess. Of course. And it just it's just odd to me because it's not like so him and Summer had their issues, but the issues were current. It wasn't something that had been going on for, you know, a year or a few months. It was mm-hmm. just this one thing that happened with Phyllis and then, you know, her trying to hide that from him. Mm-hmm. Which he had every right to be angry about. But it's just it I've always found it odd the way that he jumped right from like literally a couple of days after finding out what Summer did, mm-hmm. right from her to Audra, and then it and it didn't stop. And it's like, were you really in love with Summer? Like it just didn't make any sense because of the history that him and Summer have. It to me it was weird that he was able to just move on like that. And I'm sure yes, Audra was a rebound and. It was probably somebody that kept his attention, kept his mind off Summer, but he just felt, it just felt like he was, like, really, really into her, and it that it was just weird to me. I mean, I, I just think there's a level of immaturity there, and that's why when they were together, that's why you saw Adam call him a little puppy dog, because he was acting like that when it comes to Audra. Audra saw right through him. And mm-hmm. I was sitting up there thinking like, dude, you better get your diamond earrings. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I still can't believe he did that. <laughs> that was like, that was the same week, wasn't it? The girl, same week that they slept together? Girl, yes. Like the next day? <laughs> girl, yeah. He ran out and bought that girl some diamond earrings from the same jewelry company in Flores that they get all their family stuff from and that's what I'm like dang you know you ain't pay cash for that you got a paper trail I mean he was just so reckless about it well yeah he didn't care he I didn't mean, care. saw the way that he admitted to Summer that he was sleeping with her whatever Audra's doing was jewelry worthy apparently and and, Ke- so. and Keisha you're so kind you called her a rebound I mean <laughs> Oh my God! You're so red, cool. look, red roof end made it more than easy for him. <laughs> oh my God! He he was moving like Liam in those streets of Genoa City. Mm-hmm. I, I like just just making nothing but impulses and no yeah. decent, you know, logical decisions. Do I? And the thing is, I expect this from Kyle because look at who his dad is. Well, that's what Jenna said. Not only did she call Kyle a simp, but um, Jenna says just like Jack. Just like his daddy. Committing crimes for women, buying jewelry for raggedy women Mm -hmm. that he meets at bars and losing his job. Like just, he is the sad little puppy dog and she was right to leave him and play him right there in that park. Good for her. It's almost like he reverted back to the Kyle that he was before um, before Lola. You think because so? Kyle, yeah, because he was a he was a little jerk back then too. 
when he yeah. first came on the scene. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, a hot jerk. Right. He was right. a hot jerk. Well, the interesting, <laughs> the other interesting thing is that Audra told him, eh, just go back to Summer. You know that she's the love of your life. I'm like, oh, Yeah, I was like, yikes. I'm like, ooh. So basically, I'm she's telling you, I'm done with you. You can go on back over there. Mm. Do you really think she feels that way? Because I, I feel like when Nikki told her that she needed to fire him, um, it almost felt like she was going to have a hard time with it. Mm-mm. See, this is what I was saying last week. Audra likes to use people to leverage. She just lost a person she could use to leverage. Mm-hmm. Because And it was, she was like, either I keep this Newman or I keep this Abbott. And she went ahead and kept a Newman. As long as she is in the good graces of Nick, yeah of Nikki and Victor she knows she's good because they could have got rid of her at any point in time and I'm she still they haven't it's only a matter of time especially if she goes out because <laughs> I honestly feel she gonna go after Victor just a matter of time you think so yes 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 and she, what you said she going all the way to the top <laughs> She and, and here's the thing. I love Audra. She reminds me so much of like Hillary when she first came onto the scene. She's giving that energy because they had they're using her in almost any and every storyline now. Yeah, she is getting around, especially <laughs> especially in with more the ways than one. It, yeah, yeah, and, and and it's funny that she got rid of the the younger guy and kept. And she was like, you know, I'm gonna keep Tucker. And she was trying to play Coley with C- Tucker too at the jazz bar. Like, uh, that that was just a one time thing. And like, Tucker's like, you know what I got? You you coming back, girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, you know what? Like I said, I don't feel sorry for Kyle. You know, you did a knee jerk reaction. Yes, did someone screw that whole thing up? Lying about you know her mom and stuff. Of course. But that don't mean that you go and jump on Audra. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And and then Victor dug the wound in deep. He like, you know what? You don't belong over here. Go on back to your family's company. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Kyle is getting it from all angles. Right. There's nothing but L's. There's nothing but L's. And, then, I, and that's why I don't feel like Audra really cares either which way because she knows she knows Kyle can just go back to his family's company. She knows he's rich. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she she I mean, she feels she can pull a guy like that and she can pull Noah and whoever. She can get another. She's not worried at all. She's just trying to get people to leverage. Right. Girl, listen, you know what? You don't see her trying to go after Nicholas? Give her some time. Oh, yeah. Give her some time. I mean, it. and if you want to see... She's got to have something she wants, too, though. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She's going to do the exact opposite of Sally, and it's going to be beautiful. He's going to be like, you want a company? Yes, I want three, and I want it to be worth over $100 million. And <laughs> I want and, and I want a new house. And I want this. And I want that. We're going to... She will run circles through Nick, and I'd be happy to see that. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm here for that one. I'm here for that. I'm here for Audra because she reminds me so much of Michelle Morgan, and I got to give that the, the the actress who plays her incredible. Ooh, you're about Audra, yeah, the, Zalika uh, Silver. 
incredible job. And I think she actually might be around for a little while. Um, I, I hope she does. I I get worried with new characters, but the way they're using this girl, she's going to be around for a minute. I think they're trying to fill that Michelle Morgan-ish spot. Girl, mm. listen, Melissa Spencer said Audra would go after a dog if it was a male and had money. Yep. <laughs> and she, it sure would. A golden Retriever would... Well, actually, there is a gold. Give her time to get after Nick. He is the Golden Retriever of YNR. Just give her time. Jenna said they're overusing Audra. Do y'all think they're overusing her? I wouldn't say that. Mm, she I'm glad that they're using her the amount that they are because, I mean, look what's happening with um, Brittany Sarpy's character. Yeah. Like, they're not doing anything with her at all. You Like you said before, she pops up every now and then. Girls, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say the the character of Audra, you know, gets on my nerves sometimes. But I like her being there because she adds a different dimension to the show. Yeah, she said. Jenna said they did this with Sally, and then we got tired of her too. Because honestly, I am not feeling this whole thing. I'm just over it when it comes to Allie, uh, Adam, and Sally now. Yeah, the moment has passed for me with those two. Yep. They screwed that up. They should have left that alone last fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a cute scene, but I rolled my eyes. And even when they kissed, it was like, I see the chemistry. I just, so much has happened. And the way she talked about him like a dog, even during the pregnancy, after the pregnancy, and the way Nick has treated him in a short period of time after he lost his child, it's just... I just don't care for all three of them, to be honest. And same. It's just, yeah. You know. And see, here's the crazy thing she's going to tell Nicholas either next week or the first week in October, she's going to confess that kiss. And I'm like, you know, Nick is about to blow a gasket. Right. She, the minute that she let her hair down when Adam came to her door. And, you know, I guess was trying to fix her hair up or whatever right before she opened the door. The Nick and Sally are done. She just needs to admit to herself that she doesn't want to be with Nick mm-hmm. and just move on with Adam because Adam clearly still wants to be with her. So I don't know why she keeps lying to herself or denying her feelings or whatever it is that she's doing. So I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. So here's the issue that I'm having with Adam and Thomas right now is that I just don't like to see them begging so much. Yes. Thank you. It's on my nerves and they're good looking men. They can get any, any of these women, really. It does not have to be like, why hope specifically? Like why Sally specifically? I mean, Sally got a little little bit more spice, a little bit more edge. So I get Sally. Um, But Thomas hasn't had a love interest in like almost 15 years besides Sally. Mm -hmm. That's And it's funny. They both have that woman in common. Yeah. You know, it's just pathetic. I mean, this like, like you just said, Keisha, all of the stuff. And how bad she was talking about him, and the fact that you with her bro- with his brother, and you know all that stuff, and she's just like, 
I, I, what is that, that preview? I can't stop forgetting about that kiss. But I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, remember she kicked you to the curb because she thought that the sex wasn't good last December, which is how y'all got pregnant. Right. And now you figure that this kiss is reuniting or y'all, you felt something from this. And then she going to run tell your brother in the next week or so. Man, please, I'm over it. And I'm so annoyed with Nick always coming down on Adam when it's Sally always showing up to go mm -hmm. see Adam making his dinners, uh, unpacking his stuff, be, like trying to be his confidant. She always goes to Adam. Like, why are you yep. not checking her? And like, exactly. what, like, what, like, why is she always inching over? And she's trying to play these two men because she knows how Adam feels for her. And she's mm -hmm. trying to give him this false hope. She's playing yo-yo with both of these men. Same way she did with a few other brothers on a different show. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I always, she always played two in the middle. And the thing is, is that Nick never say anything. He always run and scream at Adam, but never scream. You know, I don't know. He shouldn't be screaming, but he never, you know, hold her accountable. Just like when she showed up over at Adam's house buying dinner, he automatically assumed that Adam had some kind of way of manipulating her to come over right. there or something. It's like, dude, that's what simps do. do. <laughs> <laughs> It's always Adam's fault. It's always Adam's fault. So yeah. with this whole thing that they're trying to, when I saw the, the spoiler for next week that Adam asked for another go over, I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, again? Right. Really? I'm not looking forward to that at all. I'm not looking forward to it either. I would rather for them to move him away from Sally at this point. Me too. I've been wanting him to wanting them to try him with Audra, but look, I don't know where Audra's going to end up at now. And like, but I know Bree said maybe Victor. Oh, she gonna go after Victor because you already see that tension between her and Nikki. And Nikki, this woman knows when a woman wants her man, especially by now, after all the ex wives that Victor then had and all the women that she <laughs> had to battle. She knows. I guarantee she's going to go after Victor. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay. I guess we'll see. Man, Melissa said Audra is every man's favorite chew toy. Ooh. Oh, Dang. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be killing me in these comments. I mean, where is the lie? I mean, there's nothing but truth in that statement. I had to stay silent on that. Now, I, I will say Jay Money said that he would never get tired of Sally or Audra because those women are fine as F. So they're beautiful women, beautiful mm -hmm. women. Um, here's my question would it, and it's kind of a hard one would you mm -hmm. rather see Adam and Sally together or would you rather see Brooke and Ridge get married? Adam and Sally. Adam and Sally over Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what? Listen, that's a fun one to do. Maybe we'll do that tonight. I'll come up with some crazy, the lesser of two evils questions. <laughs> oh, that would be. Oh. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> All right, let's get through it. Let me see what we can come up with. They sit down there. Somebody throwing up laughing emojis. Um. <laughs> okay, so we got that stupid kiss at the door with 
with Adam, and then he talking about he was drunk, and she's standing there looking crazy. Okay, right. whatever. Can we move on? Um, we got to talk about this other thing between Victor versus Victoria. This was the best part of this whole week. I know, right? I watched it twice. I watched <laughs> it twice. It was so good. Just, oh, goodness. Just, she walked in just acting with all this privilege. It's like, ugh, like, I didn't expect for you to really be by your desk. It's like, well, I own it. Well, wait, wait, Brie. You got to back up because originally, the beginning of this week, she tried to question his sanity. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, she tried it. She tried it. So, so he, so he was saying to fire Adam, but he is, he has no recollection or how to function as an adult when he demoted you. Okay, girl, she's just a whiny brat right now. She thought that she was going to just stay in that. To me, you co-CEO. He didn't knock you down to COO, CIO. CFO, CTO, or any of anybody else in that C-suite. You are co-CEO, just like Steffi and Ridge is. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Just because Victor took over? He took That's her exactly picture what down. Is. Yeah. He, took, he took her picture down the wall. She doesn't want to share that role with anybody else. It needs to be hers and only hers. Girl. Mm-mm. She, I mean... I got to say, I didn't see any lies in his conversation. That whole office is in chaos. The brothers don't want to work there. One of them is out. The other one is left off with Sharon into the sunset somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And so he like, I wanted to bring this family together, but all you've done, <laughs> all you've done is actually separated. And then did you guys hear... Victoria actually decide not to throw Adam under the bus? Yeah, I noticed that. It ain't even Adam's fault this time. It's yours. I'm like, wait. I Victoria, was shocked. Girl, listen. <laughs> I said, let me rewind it. Did he just say that? <laughs> she she will do anything to, to voice her point. She is such a spoiled brat. And the thing is, it's not like a whole lot has affected her salary bracket. Nope. Not even not even the slightest. All he did was come into his office as he has done for decades. He took down your picture and put up his picture because it was sitting there for decades. And he sat at his desk for decades. Like, what is your problem, honey? It's it's not it, you know what it is? She wants to feel superior over her sister over her siblings. And him knocking her down means that he he thinks of all of them on the same level and that bothers her. <laughs> Girl, Victor went off. He was like, I don't care. Anything you got to say is irrelevant. <laughs> it's like he was uh, reading her right. And he was like, All this dysfunction underneath underneath your nose, and you you and you, you couldn't notice what was going on. And he was he was laying out facts and she couldn't handle it. And she should just be happy. Just take the co-CEO position. Boom. He, he even was- told his wife off when she came up in there. She was shocked because she was like, oh, well, we're going on a trip and we're going to be gone for two weeks and we can sit on this. And Victor was like, nope, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that down real quick. 
Right. She was like, but you said, I don't care what you what, what I said. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did that just happen? <laughs> it was a beautiful scene. Like I watched it twice. I just, I see where he's coming from. He just wants to put somewhat of his family together, but much to what Victoria was saying, like most of the issues that he has with his family were caused by him majority Mm -hmm. always pinning his kids against each other and i mean is this really anything different i mean he's just this is nothing new for her and she like you're rich you got 500 million dollars from your daddy go start a business yeah yeah that's what we've been telling adam to do for how many years now i know right did adam get some money nope no, it was it was, so. a, it was Abby, Nick, and Victoria. Adam put it all together, but they all got five hundred million each, and he got nothing. Girl, mm. I'll be so through with that family. How am I help you put it together? And I don't get a dime. <laughs> How did Abby get a piece? And the thing is, she wasn't even part of it. She just they they, they were asked. They were like, "Hey, come be a <clears> part <throat> of this. We'll be a united front," and she profited. And he got yep. nothing. Yep. That is crazy, crazy, crazy. But the other problem is, is Victoria thought that she was going to make Nate her co-CEO. And I'm like, I, did you actually think that that was going to fly? This is the same uh, yeah. man that turned on his own family. And Victor has always said, uh, uh, nobody but a Newman is going to be in that seat. And you think you was going to slide your little boyfriend into your co-CEO position? I don't think so. Right. And now Adam got an answer to him next week. That's going to be hilarious. Why is Adam going back to work for him again? <laughs> Girl, again. Between there, there, there's been so much mm-hmm. for the last two months of round robin in and out of Newman, Newman Media, acquiring new companies and selling them off and I just my head is spinning from all the movement and I it's I don't understand I can't keep up with who's doing what (laughs) who's working where who has what position it's just too much well we know Audra's position we know what she's doing um that's the only that look that's the only mm. employee i know who at least she's working and she's working within newman and in several positions oh you was you was talking about for real working i thought you oh. i just talking about in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's always at the hotel at a bar i mean i guess she can maybe that's her part-time job sorry <laughs> Oh, Jasmine said Victoria has horrible business acumen. She thinks with a kitty cat. Oh. Well, that's how Nate got his position. Says she, yeah, Jasmine is correct. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Ashlyn Locke, too. Oh, there's no yeah. lie there. There's no lie there at all. Um, yeah. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the, the work drama. I need them to get it together at Newman, and they can have, I, I want them to have one of those little old-fashioned um, conglomerate business big business battles that they used to have back in the 90s with, with Jabot and Chancellor and whoever else but I'm tired of like the the internal fighting in that company it's just 
make a decision on who's going to work where and let's stick with it for at least six months before you move somebody again. Girl, who are you telling? I'm surprised they have the, <laughs> that the business world hasn't lost faith in Newman. They didn't have so many switcheroos in the past three years. It's just been ridiculous. All right. It's like, dang, what y'all doing over there? And their family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You are exactly right. Um, who do you think bought Victor Share and Chancellor Wernham? I've been really debating this. And honestly, I think it's Ashley because she has been the only character off the show who has left mysteriously. We don't know how she and Tucker broke off. We, she said that she's going to go back to Jabelle because she could easily change her mind. I think she bought that. Um, and maybe she's trying to start her own company outside of Jabelle, outside of Tucker um, or because I don't think it's Devon. It's I was hoping it was Adam, but I think it's Ashley. Uh, some people in the comment section saying it's Mamie. That's who I was wondering if it was going to be because she just popped up out of nowhere next week. Yeah, because Victor was very, very hush hush about it. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't she related to Neil or Drew or somebody? Refresh my memory. She was related to Drew, I thought. Okay. Drew and uh, what was her sister's name? I can't remember Uh, her sister's name. uh, I'm looking her up. Um, Well, I mean, go ahead. I guess she is related to, to Drusilla. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Jenna says that she's the aunt of Drew and Nate's mother. Yeah, Drew's sister. I can't remember her name. Oh, that would be interesting. And she could have Nate run the company. Huh? How? See, that stake is not more than 51%. It's like a small slither. Oh, if I, don't, I don't understand why they wrote that like that unless she's just coming in just to get a piece just to say that she has something as part of that family. But well, My guess is that if it is her that she's going to sell it back to them. Well, no. no. I, I, would, I, w- I would take it a step further. If she is related well, Olivia. Is- Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she might give it to Olivia's son, Nate. She might sell that to Nate. And then he'll have a piece of his family's company. And then he'll be able to have a say. Oh, my God. I mean, okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we, 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 we're we just hope We're hoping for anything <laughs> else for Nate. Or we hoping for him to go back to medicine because this isn't it. Mm-hmm. We, we miss him being the fine, gorgeous doctor in the scrubs. Like, just pulling Elena on, on the the... the, the the, the doctor's bed, whatever you call that, and hooking up and having the fair on Devon. I miss that Nate. <laughs> yeah, I like Dr. Nate versus businessman Nate. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, look what it's done for his character. It's gotten him more attention than what he's had before. That is true. Because, you, I mean, that if that was the case that he was Dr. Nate, he would, people would always have to be sick on that show to see him. 
You know what I mean? I guess if he just happened to pop in. Because look at Elena. She's a doctor, but unless somebody's sick, you really don't see her. Right. You know, so. Who do you guys think? What? Who you think bought the steak? Do you guys think it's Mamie? Uh, my guess was was Mamie. I mean, a lot of people have been saying Mamie, so. I feel like it's got to be somebody that would be unexpected because Victor, because they have Victor being secretive about it. And I don't see the, uh, Tucker would be too obvious. I don't see the, the reason for Ashley to do it. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. What? Okay, it's Billy. I think it's Billy. I think that's why Tucker wants to look into Billy's account to see if he bought that state. Oh. Really? I think so. Because I... Billy, Billy's been going rogue. And he was also trying to get information on Tucker. It would make sense to play into that Billy-Tucker storyline for Tucker to look into Billy's account to see if he bought that state. No, he's he's going into that account to set him up for embezzlement. So they're going to be moving some money around and look like he's been stealing money from Jabot. So, I mean, oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the storyline for next week is that and Phyllis got to do it. And so she's going to be moving money around, put all this up money in there looking like it's coming out of Jabot's financial wallet. And look like making it look like Billy's been stealing money from the company again. So that's what that's about. I like my storyline better. I might. <laughs> Can I write for the show, please? Yeah. I, now, Jay Money said that he don't think it's Mamie. I think whoever bought the shares from Victor, somebody that's an everyday player on the show. I don't. I don't think it's Adam. I mean, I don't either. He Mariah? was just. No, girl. Right. I think honestly, it could be Mamie. It was the way Victor was acting. You'll find right. due time, and Mamie's close to the family. Yeah, you know mm. what I'm saying. And her having a stake in that company will—I mean, she's always been around the Abbott Winter Chancellor circle. So, yep. That would make sense. It would be her, but okay, we'll see how it play out. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to see what's going to happen with Victoria next now because even though Adam is reporting to uh, Nate, which sucks. <laughs> You know, I kind of wish they could have wrote this storyline that Victoria was so pissed that her and Adam team up. I was hoping for that yeah. too. It that would have been great. Did it seem like Adam and Billy could team up a little bit? Billy it, just want info. Billy don't care about Adam. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> but it, Victoria and Adam, like they, if they both could put their heads together, they both could easily run Newman, and Victor would shut and be happy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they both ruthless. Victoria is the female protege of Victor, and um, you know, Adam is the male protege of Victor. Those two put together, it would be crazy up in that CEO office. And if they actually ran it like a business and take the feelings out of it, that would be a huge storyline. Which won't happen. 
which won't happen because they, they their relationship has been so contentious over the years like mm-hmm. there hasn't been a moment where they've really gotten along with each other maybe for a split second when um he helped her out with the ashland situation that was the only example i can think of when him and victoria weren't bumping heads or when he was actually doing something nice for her um but other than that like uh, they had a better chance with nick and adam working together i don't i don't ever see a situation where victoria and adam can work unless they build up to them mending their relationship i just don't see how that would work girl i think it would have been a beautiful thing because if they did some uh work together on a a takeover together or something mm-hmm. like that and imagine them putting their heads together to come up with schemes together those two would be awesome yeah they absolutely would but they but the the show would have to work towards them actually being civil to each other first before that would even be a, a realistic storyline so they would probably have to do a Adam save your life type of thing and I know it didn't work for Nick cuz Nick is still talking crazy well, here's the thing, though. Like Adam has, Adam has made more of an effort to try to, like, get along with his siblings more, more than it's reciprocated. Mm-hmm. And I feel Adam would make the effort to try to make it work, but Victoria will always be like, nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope. And wasn't he the one who was trying to protect her from Ashlyn Locke? Mm-hmm. The main one, and she was so ungrateful. It's no, she, he will always be the one to make the effort. It will never be reciprocated, which is why he needs to go ahead and just leave his family alone. Right. Yeah. He needs to walk away like, or else do like Abby did. Abby started her own business. She only see the family when it's necessary. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'll be forgetting Abby is even a Newman sometimes. She's a Newman and an Abbott. And she's like, I see both my families when it's necessary. Otherwise, I'll holler at y'all later. That's what (laughs) Abby needs to, I mean, Adam needs to do. Get your own stuff. Stop trying to continue to go through this whole rat race in this whole thing. What's that little thing that the rat be running around and never go anywhere? It's a circle. Oh, the little wheel. The hamster wheel. The hamster wheel, yeah. That's, That's Adam. He keeps running in circles in this hamster wheel never getting this approval he now he's starting at the bottom to prove what you can't prove anything to anybody if they don't want to believe you he need he better off working at the coffee house (laughs) i i I would not be working underneath nate because he'd be working underneath victoria too correct so why would you put yourself in that position you have money just go start a business i don't understand that and, and speaking of Abby, wasn't she supposed to be building a hotel? That's why she was going back and forth with Phyllis. And Girl, had- that, it's that storyline. Yeah. So she just has the restaurant and she just, she just has all of her money. And if there was like something funny I wanted to point out. If anyone noticed in the credits, Abby's last name, she's Abby Newman uh, Abbott. Um, she has four last Winters. names. Abby Newman. Does she have what's his name? Chance, last Chancellor. Name too? Chancellor. She's at. She's Abby Newman Abbott Chancellor, and I forget the last one. Is it Brian's last name? I 
I don't think so. She had four last names, though. When I saw that in the credits, I'm like, who is this? I'm like, that's Abby, and she kept all those last names. <laughs> Girl, that's crazy. And um, if, if anyone watches the, the episode like towards the end and is look at Abby Newman, Abby's last name, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen, but that was his last thing I wanted to say. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Um, the other thing Jenna just brought up, what did Jack call Adam on the phone at the bar today? I wonder what that's about. He might offer him a job. I mean, he treats Adam more like his son than Victor does. Did you yeah. just say offer him a job? They just fired him from over there. He walked away. He uh, he he he's had more jobs over at Jabot. They love bringing him back. They can bring him back again. <laughs> Girl, but remember, um, Diane is trying to get Kyle over there. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun storyline, especially she's trying to talk. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're fine. Adam and Kyle again. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Carlton. That's that's Brian's last name. Oh, Carlton. Is that it? Uh, Bree? I don't think so. I'm looking it up now. I must try to send a screenshot to your Instagram. Okay, cool. Um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. What were you guys talking about? I'm sorry. I have to blurt stuff out when it comes when it pops in my head, or else it just it goes away, and I never remember it again. <laughs> sorry that I cut you guys off. Oh no, you're fine. We were talking. Um. I think we were talking yeah we were talking about adam again mm, okay um somebody id is a hi i'm new here my name is jd um id is family your recap is really good they wanted me to hear it i'm a big bowl fan but the young and the rest is good too welcome I'm glad, welcome i'm glad you enjoy the recaps um yeah that's I, what i was oh sorry no go ahead Akish. Um, we were talking about Adam quitting. Oh, uh, Kyle's mom, Diane, mm-hmm. talking Jack into trying to talk him into getting rid of Billy and replacing him with with Kyle. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think because Jenna said in the comment section that because Adam has information on Tucker, Billy sent Jack to contact him. Uh, I'm just like, look, Adam, Adam is saying he's taking over a new leaf. I'm not going to get involved in no mess right now. The best way for him to do that is to not work at Newman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, just, you know, walk away. Just get mm-hmm. yourself another job somewhere. Start your own business. Why are right. you kissing their butts? That makes it worse. It's one thing that he's Falling after Sally begging, and then now you on your you know trying to say, Oh, start from the bottom up, and now you're gonna be working behind names. Like, Adam, come on, they really are doing an injustice to that character. You don't have to have Adam out there scheming all the time, but let him use his Harvard business degree and his years in business and investments and working at Newman and, and just. I'm just so sick of it being all Adam's fault. It's been like this this whole year. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's just it's so tiring and I'm just done with it. Just just 
how what's the point of making all these people rich if they don't start their own businesses? Why do they have to work underneath somebody? And desperate to do it. They mm-hmm. be desperate to work there. Exactly. It just doesn't make any sense. It's just like, come on, y'all. Y'all can do better with the right. Now, I know there's been a writer's strike for the last several months, so maybe they're just trying to do what they do, but I don't think... Did the strike affect the soaps, though? I read that it didn't. Um, yeah, that's what I it, read, too. It, I read that it affected more, like, programming, like, on primetime networks and Netflix and, and that okay. kind of thing. Okay. I heard the soap writers, I guess, are under a different type of contract or something, or... Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could ghostwrite though. Girl, you're so <laughs> funny. I just would prefer, um, you know, like we were saying, Adam to go and be over there mm-hmm. and do start his own stuff. Kyle, go back to Jabot, work with your mommy and your daddy, so you can stay out of trouble. And Billy, I don't know. Billy went rogue this week. He, you know, Jack specifically told him. Do not go over there and talk to Devon. Don't get in this whole thing between him and his father. And I actually agree with Jack on that. I do too. I thought that was that was dirty ability to try to convince him to um think, you know, ruin that relationship with Tucker. Well, and I mean Abby and him kind of got into a little tiff because Abby wants to believe her mom. Devon mm-hmm. wants to believe his dad. He had a conversation with Lily, too. Lily was like, I don't trust your daddy. And he was like, well, maybe it's not him. So he's catching it. And then to throw Billy in there to try to, you know, I'm going to come between Tucker and Devon. No, you stay yeah. after that. And the so I, I know I wasn't on last week. Uh-huh. I, the whole this whole situation where Tucker and Ashley all of a sudden have now broken up after being married for what a week mm-hmm. and during their honeymoon at that it was like what was the point of all of this if you guys are just going to immediately break them up on top of that I feel like during the whole lead up to them getting married mm-hmm. um, I felt like Tucker kept trying to get Ashley to back off the whole drama with Diane um, and to just like he didn't want to be involved in any of that and now all of a sudden they have Tucker wanting I guess to get revenge on on Jack and Ashley and Jabot and what try to take their company or take their company down now so now you want to be in a drama because things didn't work out with Ashley you know what I think? I think Eileen Davidson ended up leaving. It's like she usually do. She does these little stints where she come and go. That was the way to ride her out of town. We know that the guy to play Tucker ain't going nowhere. So they had to send him back, make it look like they had a big fight. Mm-hmm. And what's the next storyline? Because if they send him back just to be sulking because, you know, Ashley broke up. Well, she technically didn't break up. He, She broke up the business deal. She still wanted to be married to this guy. But the thing is, is that obviously Eileen is out for a while, mm-hmm. which means that he has to come back. So what do you give him to do? But Tucker and his old, old ways have him go after a company. So I think that's why that happened. I could be wrong. 
I just don't like that. I don't like that they're writing it like that. Because yeah, can... for him to decide that he doesn't want to be married or doesn't want to be with her anymore or has caused this big issue because now she doesn't want to go into business with him when before it didn't seem like that huge of a deal. Mm-hmm. But now it's breaking up the marriage. It's just, I just feel like they could have come up with something better. Yeah, they could have. What are you about to say, Bree? I I was really rooting for their happy ending because we seen because we were seeing for months she was playing him and the thing is it seemed like he was really genuine well mm-hmm. well it seemed like even though he was sleeping with Audra then too <laughs> um, it's just just the way they their their chemistry just the way he was loving on her like I was rooting mm-hmm. for her to like give in and then when they got married I was like okay it finally came together she came to her senses and then. This came out of nowhere. I yeah. I don't know. And I sent I, you the IG as well. Oh, okay. And she has three last names. <laughs> How many? She is Abby. She's Abby Newman Abbott Chancellor. Yeah, I see it now. So she didn't drop her name after they got divorced, huh? Yeah, she didn't drop the Chancellor name. I could see why she would keep Newman Abbott. Yeah. But Chancellor, unless they just didn't. Well, well, well. Here's the thing: the credits and stuff has been um, done a long time ago until they changed the intro or the outro. So maybe they just haven't updated it yet. Because when did the divorce happen? Earlier this year. Yeah, but they updated it when they did the fiftieth anniversary. Were they still together during the anniversary, mm-hmm. or did they break up before then? I think they were divorced by then because she was with Devon. Yeah, I, I think so. Oh well, interesting it, though. She gonna keep all of her last names. They they all <laughs> rich. I would do the same thing. I'm I'm Bree Newman Abbott Chancellor Hastings. Uh, oh uh, my god. <laughs> maybe she did. Maybe she did that because th- that's probably Dominic's last name, right? Hmm. There's a I, I have a lot of friends who kept their married last name because it was they wanted to keep the same last name as their kids. Oh. Yep, I did that. So I figured yeah. it would be Hamilton. By now, I figured. Oh well, that's she's not my favorite character because I just don't. I never was ever interested in Abby that much as a character because she was just as hypocritical as like Mariah was except mm-hmm. except Abby was sleeping around with all of her all of Summer's men and Victoria's men too mm-hmm. I enjoyed when um, not that I don't appreciate this Abby this version of Abby well I don't really care but I enjoyed Marcy Ryland's version of Abby which was a younger Abby but I, she was my favorite she was fun and she was with Daniel they had a cute cute relationship I loved them mm. yeah so okay did we cover all of the storylines this week hmm. I think was- so um, I remember Lily went into the office with Victor and I laughed because I'm like girl what you go in there for you know that man's not going to tell you nothing you're, <laughs> you're Lily you're just Lily you're not making moves like that in the right. industry, girl. Stop. Yeah, she. I, don't, I didn't know what she actually think that Victor was going to tell her. Come on, Victor is only going to do what Victor wants to do. 
Yeah. And Nobody. She knew that. I guess she said it was worth a shot, but yeah, you got your shot blocked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we did cover everything on the Young and the Restless. Let's go ahead on before we switch over to bowls. Housekeeping. So if you haven't, it's like 92 of you in this chat. Make sure you hit that like button so you can let the algorithm know to share this live to other folks. Um, we have a blog, CBS Soap Dish Spoilers. Um, all of the, the um, Young and the Restless Day Ahead information is there. So the Monday recap is already up there and the spoilers for the week of the 18th, uh, 25th through the 29th is already there. Um, and then we have the recaps here on this channel daily. And then we also have Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and X on where, um, you know, stuff is being posted as well. So make sure you hit the like button if you're, not subscribe, subscribe to the channel. We do a lot of fun stuff over here, including this live. And yeah, I think that's all I got. So let's go ahead and move over to Bold. And here, let me do the summary for that one. And we'll break it all down. All right. Okay, so for the week of the 18th, Brooke catches Thomas and Hope in the throes of passion, and RJ defensive with Ridge about Eric's needs. Douglas urges Hope to reunite with Thomas as a family, and Brooke argues with her son and sisters about Eric's line. Hope shows up to, as Deacon tries to end things with Sheila, and distraught Lee orders Finn to cut the cord with Sheila. And Douglas' parent traps Thomas and Hope as Sheila accepts Deacon breaking up with her. And Sheila discovers that Deacon is responsible for her freedom. Lee wonder what else Jack hid from her. Okay, so let's start with Finn and Lee. Get them out. Mm -hmm. So what you got on them? Um... This I I I love this actually. I wasn't mad at it. I really felt for Lee. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that Finn was like, look, I was I I should have respected you. I should have never called Sheila my mom. You've been my mom. You're you should never doubt that in your mind. And also the way she broke down how that affected her and how her husband betrayed her, made her adopt a baby from a product of his affair. And she was really trying to process that. So this is a great scene between these two. I felt for Lee though. Yeah, I did too. I actually, actually kind of teared up a little bit when she was saying how um, that made her feel knowing that he called Sheila mom. And she was like, I'm, I'm your mom. I'm your only mom. I'm your mom, not her. And, She's she was right to feel disrespected. That woman been in his life for two seconds as an adult. My thing is, I mean, that was a cute scene and all, but she expect Finn to permanently get rid of her. The the <laughs> nobody from both the Young and the Restless or the Bold and Beautiful have been able to get rid of Sheila Carter. So what is Finn gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get you. Go ahead. No, you finish. 
No, I was just I was just gonna finish saying this like you know you can do something. It was almost like she was talking about putting her six feet under. I'm like, look, that dude is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And because she kept saying, well, you had the opportunity to, you know, put her, take her down when she was in the hospital. And dude was like, look, I took an oath. Do no mm-hmm. harm. And she was like, I don't care. That's personal, though. <laughs> <laughs> look, Lee is ruthless when it comes to Sheila. She don't I give know, a damn. <laughs> Yeah, but don't I, don't, I like seeing, you know, don't be yeah. you know, in trouble because you got issues with this woman, which everybody does. But it's like, what do you expect Finn to actually do? I don't so I know. Guess, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, I don't know. I'm with you guys. <laughs> I guess when I, when I think about her telling him you need to get rid of her for good, I don't. I don't truly believe that she's meaning for Finn to, you know, unalive her mm. on purpose. <clears throat> um, I I look at it from the standpoint of the reason that she now has hope that the two of you can be, you know, mother and son is because you gave her that hope. Like you gave her that hope by calling her mom, by hugging her, because we all know Sheila, you know, she gets that little inch and she's going to take a mile. So Mm -hmm. that's the perspective I was looking at it from. And because he did that, she's saying now you're responsible for cutting that cord and getting it through to her head that that was a mistake. You didn't mean any of that. You don't want a relationship with her. And she needs to, she needs to go away and be, go away from him and his family and be done with them. And her popping up at the house or, you know, wherever Finn is, is not like, that's not going to work. That's how that's how I'm choosing to look at it. Don't mm-hmm. know if that's really what she meant, but I, I can't imagine that Finn would think that or that Lee would think that Finn would actually on purpose do something to permanently remove Sheila from the earth. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, it's some weird things coming down the pipeline. And I know they're trying to spread the storylines especially since jackie is out on maternity leave right now taylor will be back next week thank goodness mm-hmm. yes thank goodness. Uh, that's long overdue this long overdue the last time we actually had a scene with taylor is when she was arguing with ridge over at eric's for steffi to go home mm-hmm. and that's been i think maybe the end of july early august Something like that. So yeah. it's like, it's it's nice to have her come back. And then with Sheila, because there's some weird storylines coming out next week. And there's things like an engagement and her finding out that, you know, Deacon, because we saw that today, she is just over the moon enamored when she found out that Deacon was the one that got her out of prison. Okay, so what are you going to do with that information? Because he told uh, you to get lost. I I think that was a trade-off. Like, look, I can't be with you, but here, you get your life. You can start over, do what you need to do. Keep my mouth, at, keep my keep my name out your mouth mm-hmm. and go about your business. I, I think for him, that was a fair trade-off versus just leaving her in jail. I, I don't, I mean, he has feelings for her. He knows he can't be with her. He wanted to at least give her that. But I was shocked. So I'm confused. 
So Deacon was a part of all this whole, the, the FBI investigation, right? Mm-hmm. And now he knows the judge to help get the girl out of prison. Like, so he had the yeah. same power to put her in jail too. Versus Bill and Ridge. I'm confused. How is this? Po- I, I'm lost. Mm, it's Like I said, some weird storylines because this judge that he was laughing and kicking with at the Il Giardino today. It's a storyline about her, him having history with Sheila too. So, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's like, what are y'all, y'all trying to write in stuff to make sure Sheila still have a spot somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Plus there's other storylines or rumors that she might be eavesdropping and maybe that's how she's going to come between Finn and Steffi find out about them kisses that Liam did because Liam will be back next week too oh we're looking forward to that (laughs) I I actually enjoyed the break honestly I don't know about y'all but yeah I enjoyed that little break yeah I didn't I didn't mind it either I don't know. I feel like even if she doesn't find out about the kisses, if she even hears Liam mention anything about still loving Steffi, she's absolutely going to try to capitalize off of that. Yeah, it's going to get back to him somehow because, you know, um, we're going to also see how um, Finn is going to jump into Liam's butt about interfering with his marriage (laughs) next week. So... You know, little pew. <laughs> I mean, it's like, dude, how many times I gotta tell you stay away from my wife? I'm gonna peel your head to the white meat. I so, have come to love Finn and Liam scenes. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I just I love when Finn cuts up on him because he he's he has stated nothing but facts, and right. Liam can't say nothing except, well, I I. You, you, well, my my daughter almost drowned because of you. That's all he can say. And and mm-hmm. I saw you hug Sheila. Meanwhile, Finn is just reading receipt after receipt after receipt. And he hasn't been even a part of any of those storylines, but knew and about he, all that history. Yeah, and he's been doing it since he's been on the show, because he's done that early on. Um, after that, you know, little cheating incident, mm-hmm. I remember him going off on Liam. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has more, plenty of acts to grind against Liam because he almost had a baby with his wife. Sure, yeah. I I look forward to those scenes. So let's see little puke <laughs> next week. <laughs> a little puke waffle boy. <laughs> I was one. I was so happy not seeing a Land of Old Lakes commercial this whole week, but I guess we're reconvening when he gets back. Yes, we will get him back next week. And, oh, yeah, it's a lot going on with Taylor coming back. Because, and I mean, I don't want, let me, let's just start right here. Oh, my gosh. You know, there was some, go ahead. There was, I saw a comment on Instagram uh, that called Bill, Ridge, and Deacon, called them the Grandpa Brigade. And said something about how they're all responsible for Sheila being out of prison. <laughs> oh my God. But not yeah. the Grandpa Brigade. <laughs> yep, I agree with you on that one. Um, okay, let's let's close up this whole thing with uh, Finn and Lee. 
So, yes, they had a cute scene. He made her feel validated about the fact that, you know, he was always looked to her as being mom instead of, you know, saying what he said to Sheila. That was cool. Lee wants Finn to push, you know, family first, get rid of Sheila. But, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how he's going to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Um we also still have the Ridge and Eric and uh, that whole storyline. Listen, Brooke Jeez. actually, was that this week or last week? We might talk about last week. Was that this week or last week? I don't know. Where um, she tried to tell her sisters. That was this week. That was mm-hmm. this week. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so... Brooke coming over there trying to tell her sisters that uh, Eric needs to go sit down somewhere. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the and nerve of her telling her somebody to take a seat. She took several seats. Yeah, she told <laughs> Eric he needs to go take a seat. And Donna and Katie said, Brooke, you need to go take a seat. <laughs> Which surprised me. Yeah, I was shocked about that because we never... Well, I ain't going to say never because we have seen arguments between Katie and Brooke over Bill in the past, but not in business. And I don't ever remember uh, Brooke and Donna having issues. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Donna's always been a simp for her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I remember there was um, like a storyline where Brooke was like, um, I'm taking Eric from you. And Donna was like, I guess. And then and Brooke <laughs> married him that same day. I remember. Yes. This is true. It, 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 Donna will always simp for her sister. Yeah. Yeah, Donna stood up for her, man. She was like, oh, yes, she you did. Know, you don't sit up here and tell him he needs to go sit down somewhere. You go sit down somewhere. Tell Ridge to sit down with you. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was, that was pretty funny to me. Um, and then Carter's sliding up in there talking about this is risky. You need to stop what you're doing. Eric is like, uh, who name is on the company? Mm-hmm. I, I get where Carter was coming from, though, because he's looking at it from an operations financial standpoint. They're using all these resources to to do two separate lines when they could just work together. And it's just it's almost wasteful for the company true but and 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 I love Carter you know I'm in love with Carter I will say this every week (laughs) he needed to shut up he should be happy he's in a COO position after sleeping with Eric's wife I heard that I heard that (laughs) <laughs> he, he better be just be grateful like Eric you look you want me you want me to cut down Ridge's budget how would you like for me to you want me to go in so a few clothes I, something else other than telling <laughs> this man not to run his own business he could easily fire you in the same yeah. breath yep he sure he sure could have yeah but did y'all think he was being disrespectful about it because I didn't I thought he was just it's... advising him as the COO if if Eric had asked for that, then then that would be okay. But it was unwarranted. Carter has to remember that yeah, he works there, but at the same time, 
Eric's going to do what he wants with his own company. He shouldn't have to ask to, to, to create an online. He knows the financial risk more than anyone because he founded it. it. It's just out. Carter was just out of place. He should just once again, just be happy. He's in a position after sleeping with that man's wife. Yeah. The other thing is with, um, with that is, that man got Eric got enough money for the next five generations. He'd be all right. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, they got four. I just can't get into this storyline in general. You don't like can't. the storyline? No, because it just came out of nowhere and it just doesn't make any sense. And the whole RJ aspect of it really—it's not—it's like, not realistic. This man, we <laughs> never knew he could draw a lick, and then all of a sudden he's this fantastic designer because it's in the blood. Yeah, okay. I'm so yeah. sick of them saying he's the anointed one. He mm-hmm. is the chosen one, disrespecting all of Rich's other kids, like that. Right. That's so. I don't you know. Like now, Bree, you know they're building up to eventually a competition between Thomas and RJ. Yeah, that's where this is eventually going to go. Once this whole storyline of Eric is behind us, now RJ is officially a designer. Oh yeah, it's going to be a. I, I could see that them going to a direction where they're going to pit them two brothers against each other. Yeah, they absolutely will. But for them to already be talking about that, this could be that he could be the best designer Forster Creations has ever right. seen. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. He's drawn some stuff that Eric has told him to draw. Like how much of that were actually his ideas, his thoughts that he put together on paper. Exactly. And not to mention Thomas has had fashion lines. He's yes. had years of experience. Went to school for it. And worked underneath both Eric and and Rich. If anyone's supposed to be taking over design, it would be Thomas. Right. The but other he- thing is, and you know Hope gonna be like, well, why can't you have RJ work for Hope for the future? Because she don't want Thomas over there. So if RJ becomes this so-called anointed one designer, I could see Brooke saying, you know what? We need to put RJ over on the Hope for the Future line. Yeah, it won't be her decision, though. Mm-hmm, but Ridge is a simp, so. Well, they still have to get uh, <laughs> Steffi to approve it. Uh, yeah, that's true. And Hope. I mean, I guess they don't have to get Hope's approval because she's just the figurehead for it, but I'm pretty sure Hope will fight against that as well because it's it's already been proven with Eric and Zenday that they just didn't see Hope's vision and they didn't execute that line the way it needed to be, and it wasn't okay. successful without no, We're talking about Belle, right? Belle's doing the right for the Logans, so they'll figure it You're out. Right. You're right. <laughs> They're going to make RJ the golden boy. Ugh. I can't Thomas stand it. Is not, there's a lot of people that just don't like Thomas, unfortunately. Yeah. Because they of just... the bad history they wrote for him. Yep. And, yep. and there's other characters, especially Brooke, who's had a far worse history. I mean, she, sorry, do we forget how Hope got here? I mean, she mm-hmm. has, she, as all people, she has no reason to judge. And of course, she's going to be RJ's biggest cheerleader. That's not going to yeah. stop. That's not going to stop her daughter for sleeping around with Thomas, though. 
we're going to get to that. I'm just, as much as I love to throw start off, it's just, I, I can't stand the position that Thomas is in right now. I mean, I ain't feeling it, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, so uh, did, we did, did we touch on, we kind of touched on uh, Deacon and and Sheila, right? And the breakup mm-hmm. and, okay, so we're done with that. We got, okay, did, we might as well talk, because we talked about this a little bit earlier, about the quick walk in the door on Thomas and Hope and how it was like, what happened? Did we miss an episode? Because she just, there was nothing there. They hyped that up in the spoilers, right? Yeah. That she was going to bust Thomas and Hope. And we was looking for what's next. And it was just that one little five-minute scene on Monday's episode. And the next thing, it was over. Yep. And she was like, oh, my God. And still bringing up Liam. Exactly. <laughs> You're still bringing up Liam. This man but- has rejected your daughter twice already exactly. and you, you still trying to force her to to try to what about liam like seriously it's been how many weeks now girl the thing is he's sniffing around steffi i mean and she knows care. and she knows this and girl. i i just don't understand like why she needs to feel she needs to say something she's seen far worse she walked in in the bedroom with her and thomas so mm-hmm. i mean she just she should know what her daughter is doing i mean brooke has been doing this for many decades she's getting hers so just let hope get hers for a moment i mean we we, we need to see these scenes as it's because it's thomas that's all it is if it was mm-hmm. anybody else i don't think she would be as as pissed as she is but she just she hates thomas so of course she's gonna try to lecture her i thought i was cracking up though when she was like um when uh, Hope said, this isn't anything you and Ridge haven't done. and When she was like, it's not about me and Ridge and Hope and Thomas looked at each other and just had these little smirks on their faces. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I yeah. gotta get on Thomas for this and why he going to lock that door and they won't even finish being dressed yet. Right. Girl, I, and I even did it in my recap where I actually had the video and I slowed it down because everybody was wondering for the past week how is Brooke going to get in there if they lock the door? Mm-hmm. It's because Thomas unlocked the door before they were finished getting dressed. Yeah. Like, I guess it really wouldn't have even mattered, though, because it wasn't even them putting their clothes on that she walked in on. She walked in on them about to go at it again. <laughs> but the thing is, she Hope hadn't put her full dress on yet. She still had a black look, whatever that thing is. She sat on Thomas's between Thomas' leg and that previous week episode yeah go ahead go ahead Keith I I was that that little scene from last week from Friday Mm -hmm. I'm like I wonder if I I just the 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 chemistry that the two of them have is just insane to me like I just I would be so insecure if I was a fiance (laughs) If you, oh girl well yeah we had that conversation last week we was like I know Brittany ain't watching none of this because I mean I wouldn't be able to there is no especially what we saw when um Hope went over to Thomas's house a month and a half ago 
and took off that ring and he was biting and can on and they were all up in the girl ain't no way i'll be like yeah it I, looks I, so good too. like it said y'all they are way too believable <laughs> exactly and I'm like, this can't be this. Like, how can you guys like do all this and then cut and then act like no- nothing right. happened? Like, I would assume at least for for Matt Atkinson, some blood flow. Oh, we travel. There's no way. That, there's no way it's not. Bree, we had this. Con- <laughs> Bree, we had this conversation yesterday. I mean, last week. I don't care how many people or many cameras and lights and stuff in that room. Your skin got nerves. Right. You gonna feel some touching, some lips, some body parts, some heat, some something. I would just love it if they had, you know how some shows will have like a little behind the scenes um, thing going on that's recording, you know, the people that are behind the camera and Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. I, I would love it if they had something like that, so we could see like the reactions of the crew when they're shooting these things, because they are they are too good. They are way too good at this with each other. And I would just love to see like the other actors, the the cameraman, the director, like at like Bruce said, after you yell cut and everything stops. Like mm-hmm. what are what are the reactions there? Uh, like, are they high fiving each other? Oh my God. <laughs> did you see Jay Money? Did you see what he just? I oh, hate, I hate no. him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say on the podcast, <laughs> but if y'all reading them comment sections, <sighs> that boy is crazy. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say something. Jay but, disappoints. I mean, he ain't wrong. I was thinking the same thing too, because like, like when you go to cut, like you have to correct yourself. Like, <laughs> I mean, these are the things I want to know. <laughs> listen, that scene, listen, girl, because you didn't get a chance to talk about this, Keisha, last week. That scene when he was kissing her neck and he pulled that. String that uh strap off her shoulder, uh-huh. and then took his hand. Was, ain't no way I couldn't have made it. I would have been like, I right, can't do it. <laughs> and you know how normally, so like when they're doing a bedroom scene and they're in the bed, I, I'm guessing they might have something between them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, in this scene, a, they're wrapped in a blanket all the way around when they're together in the bed. Yeah. But in this scene, like she, she literally sat on his lap. There was nothing there. There was nothing. At least I didn't see anything covering right. his lap. I, his legs were parted open, and he sat down. Now you know exactly. her butt is is in the front. Exactly. You can't. T- and then you know, like I said, the rest happened, and the neck and body heat. I don't know how they do it. I, there's. I, hey, that's maybe that's why you go to acting school or something. Maybe. But, Maybe but, it's just something, yeah, something we don't know because we're not actors. Look, the only person who knows right now is Brittany, and Brittany is a very, <laughs> is a very, very, very lucky woman. Because this, if this is acting, I can only imagine. Girl, wait a minute, right? <laughs> Especially all the biting and the touch, like, girl, congrats! And it's so weird. It's so weird to watch him do these scenes, and then you go to his IG page, and it's so wholesome. 
Well, girl, just yeah, like both, such a wholesome guy. Yeah, they're both <laughs> church going people. They're always quoting, quoting scriptures and things. Yeah. On there, they're very heavily into church. You know what I'm saying? So for him to be doing these scenes and see how um, passion—I'll just say—passionately aggressive he can get. The the hand around the throat, honey. Girl, wait a minute. I forgot about that. And then Hope keep pulling that chain on his neck and all this. Mm -hmm. Girl, I'm like, I ain't never seen that type of chemistry between two act, an actor and an actress across both of the soaps. Now I don't watch GH and I don't watch days. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if anything has been on that side of the world, but over here, I can't even think. I used to think that the whole Adam and Sharon thing about four years ago was decent, but mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. not this. I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody to top this one. Yeah. See, I feel like Finn and Steffi came close with that one scene where he had his hand on her throat for a little bit, but I, I still think. Did we talk last week about Bill about Bill and Quinn? We talked about Bill and Quinn. We talked about Bill. That was just chaotic. (laughs) Bill and Quinn. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was crazy. They was tearing up the room. (laughs) Guess what? Guess what, though? Mm. Nobody said Ridge and Brooke. Girl, come on. Nobody said Ridge and Brooke. At all. You didn't ruin the moment, Brie. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, goodness. Cheryl said, "Hope and Thomas are definitely fire and desire." I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they' about to get carried on that cow, so you better hope Douglas don't come back over there. Oh my God! So when Douglas came in and him and Hope went over to that couch and sat down, all, all I could think about was oh. the fact that are you all right? They had they had just had sex on that couch, and now Douglas is sitting there. Oh my god, girl! <laughs> I mean, well, do you know how many people been on that couch? That's true. <laughs> didn't Carter? Didn't Carter and uh, Katie have sex in there too? Yeah, or am sure I tripping? Did. No, they did. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> oh, poor, poor Douglas! That, oh, that on the couch! Oh, <laughs> girl, you're so funny. Oh my- shoot. Oh, okay, so let's kind of hunker down on that okay. one scene that Thomas was like, I love you. I'm like, oh, Thomas. Ugh. Oh, Thomas. Jesus. And Hope is looking at him like, really? <laughs> I told you. And I'm like, girl, I don't think he, after hearing this conversation today, and then he talking about when we be together and mm-hmm. when we get there, and I'm like, I hope you get there. You just better hope Liam don't bounce his way back over there. <laughs> and and that's the thing. Sorry, go ahead, Bree. I'm like, go ahead. Uh-uh. I-, I was gonna say, and that's that's the thing with Hope is there was never <laughs> ever a moment where she was prepared to leave Liam for him. Mm-hmm. Not after Rome, because she told him to forget about it. Um, not even after Liam found out, she still insisted on trying to make things work. And she asked, she asked Liam, what, two or three times to try to work it out? Yep. And 
so it was never there was never a point where she was ready to leave Liam for Thomas. I I disagree. You think so? Well, I forget which week it was, but that week where we saw those four days and she was in, she was getting it on with him for 12 hours. She was ready to get signed. She had divorce papers ready the next day. She was ready. The first thing she said to Liam when he walked in was, if there's any hope for our marriage, we need to have a discussion about X, Y, Z. Yeah. So to me, that told me that she was still hoping that Liam would change his mind. Correct. Even after that, that twelve-hour sexcapade session that she had with Thomas, and she wasn't planning on telling Liam about that. She was going to keep that to herself I because mean, she didn't want to ruin her chances of getting back with Liam if she could. If if that were the case, then why drop divorce papers at all? If she didn't have somewhere in the back of her mind that she was okay with leaving Liam, that she was okay with moving on from Liam, I think like. She's had so many opportunities in the past where she wanted to leave. And she even said, she told her mom, I want to leave. But her mom kept bringing her back into that hopeless marriage uh, over and over again. I think she just got tired. She's like, you know what? Either you take me back or you don't. I know where I can get it for 12 hours. And (laughs) either we can stay together, we can make it work. If not, okay, cool. We can sign the papers. Great. I'm going to go right back over to Thomas where I'm running, I'm doing laps behind couches. So I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, girl, y'all so funny. I honestly think that if Liam had said, you know what, let's talk this out and work it out. She wouldn't have never pulled them papers out of her purse. She had it as a plan B. I agree. And, and I think so, she did it out of spite and out of, out of hurt because of, those couple of discussions that she had with Liam and Liam just not being willing to forgive her. But that's, that's where, why I think that's where I disagree because Liam has given her more reasons for her to file divorce papers besides just a kiss and these little arguments and getting her ego crushed. Oh, I, I agree. I, I feel like um, I feel like she was right here for a second, Brie. Uh-huh. They still haven't filed those divorce papers yet. Oh, so and that was that was going to be my next question: Is have they even filed the papers? No, and see, because we still haven't heard anything about the divorce. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's why Brooke had so much hope because they hadn't filed the papers. She had been singing that song and dance for the next two weeks after that, because as much as she had those papers written up, breed they're only enforceable once they're filed in the county office. That we're done. So she could easily have said, I'm not going to put these papers on the table. If he wants to work it out, fine. If he don't, I'm going to pull this up here. But she still never filed them, even though they signed them. But they never been filed, because even Carter was waiting for them. And then she went back after Best Party because she thought she had another chance with them. So it's like, why, after all this time has lapsed, and she even talked about still keeping... Uh, not telling Liam about you know her and Thomas sleeping together so why after all this time has lapsed you you've had your some time with Thomas you've basically you know been rejected by Liam a couple of times already and you still want to go back and try and see if there's a chance to make things work and she still says I'm not the one that wanted the divorce he did right 
and that's that's what that's the thing that bothers me about it is hope didn't want to leave liam hope didn't want liam to leave her like she wanted her marriage to work out she and ins- she insists on saying that this this isn't how i would have wanted things to turn out this isn't how i wanted my my life to turn out or my family to turn out so it's that's why that's what makes me skeptical about this whole thing on top of the fact that they have this whole friends with benefits thing that she keeps harping on and i feel like what the the show is doing is they're trying to give hope an out if they decide that they don't want to actually make soap a serious committed couple if for some reason they change their mind oh, and they decide wait, not wait, to go wait. that direction that was my Siri. <laughs> sorry oh no you're fine Go then ahead. this is this is their way of not making hope the bad guy and being the one that you let Thomas on this whole time and it's like nope I didn't I asked him if he was okay with it and he was and I told him that there was a chance that I, I may not fall in love with him and unfortunately I didn't so you know what I mean it's like they're trying to they they have that little out built in for her so she's not made out to be the bad guy if they decide that they don't want things to work out with Thomas and Hope. Yep, they I'm get- hoping that they don't go that direction because I really want them to be together. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's making me nervous because there's all these little things in there that make you think that maybe the show isn't going to go that direction. Yeah, they give Or they're her- waiting on something. Yeah, they're giving her a backdoor strategy, an exit strategy just in case. And the thing is, they're trying to me, and it's so unfortunate because I think they're really good together. Mm-hmm. I honestly think is that they they want Liam and Hope back together. It is what it is. They're Brooklyn Bridge 2.0, okay? And so um, <clears throat> what they're trying to do is have her not file those papers. She's going to have a little bit of fun with Thomas, but when Liam will stroll his way back over to the little tiny cabin in the woods. She's going to take him back and she's going to dump Thomas and he's going to be so heartbroken and she's going to be like, like, like uh, Keisha said, well, you said that you could handle this. This is not on me, sir. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. I got to disagree. Um, Cause for, for me, there's two things. Cause we're missing a whole variable. Liam doesn't want hope. Now, right now, he's, he, he's all about Steffi. And when Jacqueline comes back, he's going to be all about Steffi. He, Hope knows when Liam's into all into a woman that that's his focus. There, it, she hasn't even been much of a thought except for when other people bring up Hope. And and I honestly feel the third person in Hope and Liren's marriage is Brooke. Brooke has been in Hope's ear as far as like always telling her to forgive him after each time he's cheated, each time that he's lied, each time that he's wronged her. And she has always been the voice in that relationship. Hope has been correct. She's confused. She doesn't know how she feels. She she knows her mom has always been the cheerleader when it came to Hope and Liam that, to the point where she feels that she should stick with Hope and Liam. She should stick with Liam. But at the same time, she wants a man to only want her. So I do feel like she's confused. She's testing the waters with Thomas. And maybe she is leaving a back door open to go back to Liam. But she's probably only going to do that for her mom's sake. Other than that, if it wasn't for her mom, she would have possibly moved on with Thomas. 
she would have moved on with the man who only wants her and who's been getting given it to her whenever she wants and giving it to her for 12 hours. I think that that's better than going back to Liam, but that's just that's just me. I, I really feel that she's just confused about how she feels, but Liam doesn't want that girl at all. I don't think she's confused about how she feels. I think she's just still hurt, which is reasonable, right? It's reasonable for her to be hurt about her marriage breaking up, and I think she just needs to get through that pain before she allows herself to get into anything else serious and that's that's understandable but I guess the part of it I don't agree with is you so her actions to me don't match her words her saying that basically this is only sex for me and nothing more it doesn't match because you don't you don't just lay up and cuddle with your f buddy you know what I mean? You going right. and getting what you want and then you leaving. You don't like divulge your desires and open yourself your yourself up emotionally to somebody that you're just banging and, and nothing else. She's so, scared of her mom. What you mean? She's scared of what her mom would think for taking a man back. Oh, who, yeah. That's, that's really what it for at least for me that's what I feel it boils down to and I feel like it's going to be a battle between Brooke and Douglas because Hope is going to a part of her probably wants to see what the family like would be like with Hope, Douglas and Thomas but Brooke really won't yeah. allow that yeah I, I, her mom absolutely has a something to do with it because I, I think if her mom was just like yeah whatever whatever makes you happy I'll support you I think her and Thomas probably would have already gotten together or at the very least she would have been open to saying let's see where this goes instead of just saying I right now it's only sex for me and nothing else I don't love you like I'm not ready for anything else but for your body to be mine whatever I want it I don't see how Hope could pull that off now Audra can pull it off like a pro Mm -hmm. well yeah she is a pro yes (laughs) But yeah. she can pull it off where Audra is like, mm, I have my fun with you. I'm done. Keep it moving. Go back to you. Right. That's somebody that, that does the friends with benefits or no strings attached thing perfectly is mm-hmm. Audra. Hope isn't doing that because Hope is expressing feelings to Thomas or, you know, her thoughts. Um, she, you know, the scene today where she was telling him tell her how she's the only one he wants to be with you don't need to hear that from somebody that you don't want strings with yeah that's somebody that you want to that's somebody that you want to be with or that you want to see where things go at the very least I so that's why i feel like dirty talk i thought she used that whole statement tell me i'm the only one it's like it's almost like saying my name type of thing i thought oh, no. I that as dirty talk I didn't I, look at it that way. I, I, I looked too. at it as I looked at it as she enjoyed hearing that because that was something that she never got from Liam because of his divided heart. I, I didn't look at it as dirty talk. That to me almost felt, and I'm not saying that Hope is a narcissist, but that that felt a little narcissistic to me because she knows that this man is deeply in love with her, but she's been telling him for the past couple of weeks, I'm not in love with you. I'm not ready for that yet. But then you want him to tell you that 
you're the only one that he wants to be with. That's not somebody that you have a, a no strings arrangement with. Like you don't talk like that to somebody that you don't want you don't want any of that extra stuff with. Those aren't the words that you use. Yeah. I, I feel like being at Hope is kind of new to doing something like that. She she hasn't had a chance to look at her mom's playbook. Um <laughs> she um I agree with Letitia. I feel like when she was asking, like, tell me I'm the one, that's dirty talk for hope. Um, so she gets her ego stroke from that. I do I, I do agree with you, though, Keisha, that you don't do any of this with a man that you just want you you know you won't have any feelings for. She mm-hmm. she has feelings for these men, but she still lives on her mom's property on that cabin and she has her mom (laughs) in that ear still and I think it's going to take for hope to kind of either break away from her mom and be like hey I want to explore this if it's wrong for me it's wrong for me let me make my own mistakes I think her mom should will be able to respect that but once again Brooke has to compete with Douglas Douglas is going to be heavy in hope's ear and what's Brooke going to do she's going to tell her grandson no I don't want her with her dad yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I and I would respect the situation a lot more if Hope was honest with herself and would just tell Thomas, like, "You're right. I do have feelings for you. I'm just not ready for a commitment yet because I my my divorce isn't even final. Like, I'm still hurt from things that happened with Liam. I'm gonna need time to get through that. I would have rather hurt her say that and be completely honest than to say." I just want a no strings arrangement. I don't love you. And here's because that's question. not how she's acting. Here, here's my question: What happens with when Liam finds out that she's been sleeping with Thomas? Yeah, because he still don't know that part. He right. can't even stand the fact that they kissed. Yep. You know, I mean, I need his heart broken. I need him to walk in. <laughs> Me too. I I was so mad. I I I wouldn't care for Brooke to see. It. I want Liam to walk in. Liam would lose his mind. <laughs> oh yeah. I I mean, we still have not had that as an option yet. Yeah. You know, and I would love for him to lose his mind if he was to walk in seeing the two of them like Brooke has seen them twice already. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, the only reason why I think it's not going to go anywhere is because of the fact that um, Bell just, he he caters. So, I mean, they're going to probably have their phone for a while. It depends on what Steffi does. If Steffi ends up back with her husband, you know, and tell Liam to kick rocks, Liam don't like being single very long. Mm-hmm. No, and doesn't. so he's going to do probably like his dad did. Well, hey, I can't get Brooke. Let me switch over and see what Katie got going on. He'd right. probably do the same thing and say, well, Hope don't want to let me go. She says, let's work out the marriage. Let me go back over here and sit with my tail between my legs and try to fix that. And that's what's going to be the side factor on whether or not Bell is going to bring back Liam and Hope or push this thing with Thomas and, and Hope, which the fans are saying Thomas and Hope, but depending on what they're going to do. 
that would be it would be a huge mistake if they don't explore the Thomas and Hope like committed relationship down the line. I think they're going to do that because there's no way Liam's going to want to go back to Hope knowing that she slept with Thomas. Not immediately. I feel like it's going to be about another year or so before Hope and Liam is really a thought. And plus, they've been pushing Finn and Liam fighting over Steffi already. So, And they're going to see that through. And so I think we're going to get some Hope and Thomas. I think we're going to see Brooke miserable. And I can't wait to see that. But the problem with that is that these two couples are still very married. It'd be different if one of the two of them or both of them are headed to divorce court. They didn't sign and file the papers. Liam and Hope are still legally married. Steffi and Finn are still legally married. Whether Liam, whether Liam is sniffing around or Thomas is sleeping with Hope, these two couples are still legally married. So they can always, the way that the writers could put it, is to just say, you know what, I'm just going to fix my marriage, and then we'll end up on a whole different storyline somewhere else. You know, so I and just... I really hope they don't I do hope that. they don't do that, but I just, knowing how it's been a Logan catered type of show, I mean, the it, the question still remains, is, is Taylor going to still be here after December? Because the contract still- is up. You know, so, I mean, that's been swirling around, you know, stuff like that. So, I don't know. We have to, I'm hoping they keep dope. It would be nice. I think but they're going to do it. They're going to Well, keep- somebody got to get a divorce. Somebody. <laughs> I, think, I think that's going to happen because, I mean, divorces mean nothing on BEB because... Ridge was married to Brooke and he let a whole pine cone make his decision. He was chasing after Taylor, sleeping with her in, in what, Colorado, Aspen, wherever. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. didn't care about a divorce. Hope Did didn't they care about get married? I thought they weren't married. Because he turned around and was about to marry um, uh, Taylor when they got back to LA. Was he even still married to he was No, they didn't. They did not get married because they were about to, but it never happened because she got caught kissing Bill in the cabin by Quinn. So remember that whole engagement party that they had? And then oh, I remember that. came out. Yeah. And they yep. never made it back to the marriage. No, they were married. Because remember, they had to file. Ridge made her file an annulment after he said he was going back to Taylor. Mm, I don't think they got married. They've had so be- much back and forth. This is like the worst. Because he ran off and married Shauna drunk. Remember? And then he got that annulled. And then they hadn't had a wedding since then. That Shauna thing happened in 2020 or 2021. Something like that. They were trying to make it back. And they didn't. They never got married. Then we had the whole Deacon thing with her kissing Santa Claus and all of that stuff had happened. And then they broke up. He beat the Pope out of Deacon in the, in the closet back there. And, you know, and then they separated again, you know, so they never actually made it back to that, which is why they're trying to get married now. He was going to marry Taylor last year in November. That didn't happen in 2022. So they never technically got married since when did they get that? Get that before the whole Quinn thing. 
They were about to, but it didn't happen. He ran off and got married with Shauna. These are two of the messiest characters in daytime history. You you described a horrible tennis match. (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen marriages, divorces, all this being ping pong amongst two grown individuals. That's why Brooke annoys me the most. Mm -hmm. She's done the most and has the the gall to, to call out people. And for what? you you won the prize you got your ridge you got your ridge why are you in other people's business of all things but i've never seen two messy people in my life i've never seen it and this all happened within a couple of years and we've had almost over 30 years worth of mess i'm just like uh yeah, and you, I don't know if you guys noticed, but nobody's talked about their wedding since what three, four weeks ago. Great, she was planning her designing her own dress, and we heard nothing about the wedding. Neither is it in the fall previews. Hopefully, that continues to be a thing where we don't hear about that wedding <laughs> or they get married off screen. Great, yeah, I'm, I'm good with an off screen marriage, just, just pop up one day and. Y'all are coming back from your honeymoon or whatever. And, and at this point, Brooke does not need anything white adjacent. No, it, every dress should be black <laughs> while she goes down the aisle or red or or, or pink or so, something other than white. She has the gall, the nerve. But um, yeah, I, let's get married off screen and, yeah. and it's called a day. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering if they're going to even make it down the aisle. Because, I mean, they're not really so focused on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I would like for them to keep Taylor around past her contract negotiations in December. I hope so. We need more of her. You know, I mean, you finally got somebody who fills Hunter Tylo's shoes and mm-hmm. does a good job of, as playing Taylor. Let her stick around for a while. They keep getting Taylor and then she disappears. And then she come back and then she disappears again. I know we had that was with the previous actress, but now you got somebody who can be consistent. Let's keep her around. And she's good. Yeah, I love her. And nominated for a daytime Emmy this year. Yes. Exactly. You know, so. So uh, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, Keish, go ahead. I was going to say, how do you guys think she's going to react? Because apparently she finds out about Hope and Thomas next week. Is that next week? She's not going to be happy about it. And she's going to take action against them, too. Mm -hmm. This is where Brooke and Taylor might team up. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because they're going to feel the same way for different reasons, of course. Neither one of them trusts the other's um, child. So, but I feel like Taylor is more likely to eventually accept it like if they if they keep with the the um thomas hope relationship Mm -hmm. i think once hope admits to being in love with thomas i think then taylor will accept it i don't think she will i don't think she's going to accept it until that happens because she's going to be worried of course about her son's you know mental health and his his emotions and all that kind of stuff, knowing that he's in love with hope and she's not in love with him. 
So of course she's going to be angry about that. And I've seen people on like IG and Twitter say that we're making Thomas out to be a victim in this. And nobody's saying that Thomas is a victim. We're just saying their arrangement just isn't smart because of how much he is in love with her and Hope doesn't feel the same way. And if we're talking about, and I'll piggyback off of that, if we're talking about manipulation, wouldn't Hope be the puppet master in this case? Because she's well aware of the fact that he has had a mental issue, that he is going through therapy, that he was obsessed with her. Like she, if anything, has set the tone saying, hey, this is what I want from you. Can you deal with this? And she's addressed Mm -hmm. it each and every time. So he's going along with this. So no one's making him out to be a a victim. It's just, it's just sucky because she knows the guy has had a mental issue and she's still, you know, playing, kind of playing with his heart in this case. You know what? I, I feel like it never should have been, she never should have even offered this to him. She should have waited until she was ready to explore something with him, in my opinion, to to be intimate with him. See, this is why Hope doesn't realize what waters she's treading in with this situation. As fun as it is to watch, as Victor says, she's playing a dangerous game. And the thing is, is like, Audra know what to do. If this was um, Kyle saying what Thomas said today, Audra would be like, nope, we can't do this. She would stop it. Just like she's doing right now. Granted, it's because of her job and she want to keep all of that. But she knows that this can't go no further. I can't keep doing this with you. Right. Hope is like, I want to keep She wants to hear it. Like yeah. she wants to hear it instead of listen. This man just told you he's in love with you. This is what you've been afraid of, which is why you keep asking him, Are you sure? Are you sure? Can you handle it? I'm I don't love you. Da, 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 da. There is no way. If I'm in if I'm not in love with somebody, I ain't finna keep sitting up there listening to this person say I'm in love with me. You know, right. if they're telling me that, I'd be like, no, nah, this is a little bit too much for me. You know, I might have to take a step back. Right. Yep. Which is again why that's why her actions aren't matching her words. I don't I don't believe that she just wants the no strings thing. It's more than that for her and she's just not admitting it. Yeah, well yeah. we'll find out, you know, because um these parents here's the other thing. They're supposed to be the week of October second. They're supposed to be a romantic, an impulsive and romantic proposal of marriage is made. Lord. Exactly. Now, it better not be Thomas. <laughs> it better not be. It's only two people, two sets of couples that that could be. That's either going to be Deacon and Sheila if there's this whole thing with her being so excited. Or it's going to be Thomas and Hope. That's the only two folks that I can think of. And this is why today's, this is why it was so cringy today for, for me, like watching Thomas tell her again how much he loves her, how she's the only one for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the little, the, the line about how you also have a family here with me and Douglas. And it's like, dude, she knows how you feel about her because you've told her every day for the last however many months like she knows she gets Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You don't need to keep repeating yourself. And I hate that they have him repeating that line to her over and over again when she doesn't feel the same way. And it just, it, like, I love Thomas to death. He's, he's one of my faves. Taylor and her kids are my favorite people on that show. But I'm tired of them making him look so pathetic. And the thing that he has over Adam, because I, I know that we were comparing, we were saying Thomas and Adam both look, you know, like simps or whatever. The thing that, that Adam has over him is that he's explored other relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. In in recent in recent history. Like I know that Thomas Thomas was at Caroline before. Um who else was he with? Sally. Sally. So like, yes, he has had other relationships, but in the last four years, they have only had him laser focused on hope and that's it. So it's like it's like there's nothing there's nothing else outside of her for him they have created nothing else outside of Hope Logan for Thomas's storyline so it's like either this is going to work out in his favor or we're going to go back to Thomas just being lonely Thomas pining after a woman that he can't have right yeah and now, if they do bring on somebody else for him, you know, within the next year or two or whatever, I feel like it's not even gonna it's not even gonna feel real because for four years, all we've heard him say is that hope is the only one for him, and he doesn't love anybody else. He doesn't want to be with anybody else. It's just her. Gotcha. So well, it would be weird to put him with anybody else now. What you think, Bree? He's he's always been in love with hope. I, I there has been different Thomases that I remember who was always confessing the love for hope. I think Thomas has always been a part of the mix between hope and Liam, same way Steffi has, mm-hmm. and it's always been like a buzzkill when we see like a really good looking Thomas because there's been four of them, and he doesn't have like a storyline that a romantic storyline that lasts longer than two months. He had a little thing with Ivy, like you said, a little thing with Sally and Caroline was his main relationship. And that's pretty much it. We've been asking for like a love interest for years and we've been teased by spoilers and the writers and, and for years that we're going to get a new love interest for Thomas. Okay. Mm -hmm. If we're not going to get one, then give us hope in Thomas. Let us at least right. see that aspect for you to say no to it, and then not give us not give him anyone for a love interest. Yeah, I I feel like the difference between this Thomas and Adam Gregory Thomas, which was the first adult Thomas that was on the show, was even though he he was in love with Hope, he didn't grovel like this Thomas does. Like, he would still give Hope the business as far as, like, you know, telling her about herself when he needed to. That's true. And this time, it's the, there, there has been, there's been a small moment where, you know, they were at odds when it came to Douglas, where, you know, him, him and Hope were going at it or whatever. But for the most part, this Thomas has done nothing but constant, like, just overdoing the praise when it comes to her putting her on this pedestal of perfection and it's all the time and it's so freaking annoying 
like we we know how he feels about her we don't need him gushing about her in every line of his dialogue (laughs) and that's pretty much what he does hey keisha remember how he said for the last three years i'm a one woman man yes girl when when he didn't even have a chance with her right this was when this was when hope wasn't even thinking about thomas in that way when she pretty much hated him and he was still giving her the line of i'm a one woman man it's like this girl does not want you i mean she does now but back then it's like why do you, they just insisted on having him look like a dang on fool and yeah. it was the same thing they did with steffi for years when it came to liam they always had her looking pathetic up until the point where hope left the country and she wasn't an option and then Liam decided to just be focused on her. That was a, the only period of time up till the cheating scandal with Bill that um, that Steffi finally didn't look like a fool when it came to Liam. And then when the cheating thing happened and Hope came back to town, she went right back to looking like that fool again until Finn came on the scene. It's like, I feel like they just get a kick out of making Taylor's kids look like idiots when it comes to the love interest on the show. Yeah, I, the, a really good way to shake this thing up, but like you say, after today's episode, I think it, it just wouldn't look right, is to give Thomas a one of the models, let's go on a date, something like that. But he didn't put on the line about how much in love he is. And then he was talking about, I'm going to sit around and wait for you and all this so kind of yeah. stuff. You know, and I'm like, oh, forget it. You know, I'm like, have a model flow through there and say, okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have been like, nope, I'm good with this. You know, we ain't got, it's just us having fun and whatnot. And I'm just going to do me, you do you. We'll come together, blah, blah, blah. And have a little model come through there, Petra or whatever her name is. And Hope is looking some kind of way because they're going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. That's how they could have did that to give her a little bit of, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. But no, you got him talking about, oh, I've been so in love with you. And me and Douglas and and you and I, we can be a family. And I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to always be here. And I'm like, oh, Thomas. And she's sitting up there just looking at him. And then come back with, say it again, that I'm the only one. I'm like, okay. And he's gorgeous. He is. She what now? I said, he's gorgeous. He should not be d- d- begging for nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. Just like just like we said about Adam, stop, back, stop begging Sally. Mm-hmm. You know, it just yeah. stuck. I mean, even Kyle, that whole thing where he was talking about, what's wrong with you? Why you don't want to touch me when they was in the park? <laughs> And he was like, back up, dude. Don't touch me. Back up. What's wrong with you? You don't want to touch me? Like, no, she don't want to touch you, dude. You know? Mm -mm. It's over. I don't know. It just sucks. It's just bad. Just the way they built built up to this, um, you know, this little thing between Thomas and Hope has just, it's been awful. Like, there's so many different ways they could have done this that would have been much better than what we have right now Uh, because it there's I mean what else can they do with Thomas's character because Mm -hmm. he's just so die hard for hope yep you backed him into a corner either you write him into a bad villain in the corner and then you write him into a corner being hope's love interest because I'm telling you at some point Liam is gonna come back around 
It's inevitable. This is what they do. That's true. But I feel if if they're, they're really pushing this narrative where it's to the point where this girl slept with Thomas, there's no way Liam's going to come back to the girl immediately. So at least mm-hmm. give us hope in Thomas. Let's at least see that. And mm-hmm. if he screws up for cheating or if he, or if he even looks at a, a woman a different type of way after like, you know, trying to say he's all about hope, then, then we'll give him the business. But let's see him, let's actually see a healthy relationship. Let's see them actually build some natural chemistry outside of sex. Hey, Bree. Right. Tell you how they can flip it really quick like that. Mm-hmm. If he turns around and he says, you know what, after reflecting, you've forgiven me so many times over the years. You know what? I should be able to forgive you. I've been going back in between you and Steffi for the longest. And you know what? I've done some horrible things cheated paternity <laughs> test so you know what <laughs> let just you know what I, i'll forgive you this one time boom bella have them back together and hope better be like okay so since i forgave all of that please understand please forgive me from all the night I've been in Thomas's bed. I'm running and running from him. He's having me run behind couches. He's giving me 12 <laughs> hours. Would you be able to forgive me for all, all of the nights of that? Uh, Brie, do you? Child, think- she, she would not. She That's would not I admit to it. She, going she was. To she's still trying to keep it a secret. I know that girl's going to the grave with that one. She sure is. Well, no, because there's other people who know that she slept with Thomas. You Brooke ain't gonna Brooke say ain't, nothing. Brooke ain't gonna say nothing to Liam. Rid, Rid, Ridge knows. He ain't well, gonna say Taylor, nothing either. But you know what? Taylor knows next week. Mm, I don't know. We see, girl. That's gonna come I, out. I can't see any of the parents letting Hope or letting Liam know that they slept together. I feel it's something might slip out in conversation because too many people already know about it besides the two people doing it. Ridge knows and also Ridge knows that Liam has feelings for Steffi or at least he's already professed it to his dad, professed it to Ridge. Mm -hmm. So that's going to eventually come out. I think all the facts is going to come into play. And if Liam can't accept that she slept with, with Thomas and he's making a run like that, then... That's that's over with. He's going after Steffi. Mm-mm. Well, we'll see, girls. Yeah. We most definitely will see, but for the moment, I guess we'll just enjoy the dope scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, now those I can watch day in and day out. <laughs> <laughs> they they go ahead and continue doing those. I I do, however, I don't like the I don't like the parent trapping thing. Only because we know how we know what um, Hope's feelings are, and I don't want her to make a decision based on. I don't want it to be, oh, I have to make Douglas happy. I want to make Douglas happy. Like if she's going to develop feelings, real feelings for Thomas, I want it to be her doing it, and not because she was, um, you know, influenced by by Douglas. Right. I don't. I don't like that. Well, not in this situation. Well, she's being influenced by her mom to stay away from Thomas. I mean, she's being pulled the same direction. 
she just needs to stand ten toes down and say, like, look, if she wants to explore it, then she needs to just be be happy and say and, and just take the chance. Mm-hmm. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Did we cover everything this week? Or besides, was Luna on this week? Um, mm-hmm. I no, I don't think so. I think she I don't was remember on the previous her. week. Yeah, I don't remember seeing her this week. Uh, basically, we had the Deacon, Lee, and Sheila, and then Thomas Hope and Douglas, and, you know, Brooke catching them, and then Brooke and her sisters. So, yeah. okay, cool. All right. So let us move it on as we kind of get toward the end of the show. We got to do our. Who is we're flipping the script and taking several seats. So for those that are new here, our flip the script segment is if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, this is where we flip the script. So who want to go first for the young and the restless? Uh, I I can go. Go ahead. Mine is just a, a little simple one. Uh, Phyllis would have not gotten involved in this thing with Tucker. No, she would have stuck to her guns and just and instead accepted the offer from Daniel. Yep, I agree. What you got, Bree? That meeting between Victor and Victoria, instead of him giving her the option to either stay or go, he should have fired her because you don't talk to the owner of the company that way. He's giving you a position. And if you don't like it, he should have just fired her. That way, none of his kids work at that company. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, My flip the script is when Billy saw Phyllis going up them stairs, he should have went right up there behind her and be like, uh-huh, I got you. <laughs> he come, he oh, that's right, because he did watch her go up them steps, didn't he? Yeah, he pretended like he walked through the revolving door and then went back to look through the window and Phyllis was running upstairs to Tucker's room. He should have followed <laughs> her up there and be like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> I mean, he'd been trying to scout around town, trying to figure out what's going on. He would have got at least part of his answer right there. She was looking all extra suspicious, like, girl, just... I don't know how to be subtle. (laughs) She doesn't. She should have waited at that bar, maybe even ordered a glass of water or something, just to drink it for a while to make sure the coast is clear. Even go peep outside the revolving door. (laughs) <laughs> and then as soon as she reared her head up, Billy reared his head up. They looking dead at each other. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but, um, okay, so what y'all got for bold? Um, my bold flip would have been that, so that conversation with RJ, Thomas, and Ridge when they were at the office. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Thomas was asking or making logical points about um, Eric trying to develop another couture, couture line. Mm-hmm. And RJ was getting kind of snippy with him. Actually, which, he punched both of them. Yeah, and I feel like when everybody else has had this conversation with RJ, he's been, you know, calm. 
but for whatever reason, when Thomas brings it up with him, it was like he got a little snippy. So I would have liked to have seen um, Keisha. Was he lying? Because they are riding on his legacy. <laughs> That's what he told them. He said, "Why well, y'all doing all that over there and thinking about what he can't do? Y'all creating a whole couture line on Eric's legacy." I'm like, "Oh." And so what I did also didn't like about that is everybody keeps giving Eric credit and nobody is even mentioning Stephanie who he couldn't have done any of it without her money. Ooh. And ooh. I get where they're coming from because it was it they're Eric's creations and designs for sure. Mm-hmm. But Eric got it started and he helped keep it going, but he's not the only one. But what Rich, didn't Rich has that- contributed too. Didn't Ridge and Eric, when he came over to the house, they did talk about Stephanie. That was on either Monday or Tuesday. Like episode. Monday, Tuesday episode. Yeah. They did. They had a conversation about Stephanie. Stephanie. Well, I didn't like the way he talked to Thomas. So. <laughs> Keisha said, I don't care. I don't like it. <laughs> I wish Thomas would have shot back at him a little more than what he did, because he he just kind of backed off of him, and Ridge was standing back there looking all goofy. So. Oh my God! What you got for your flip uh, for bowl, Bree? I I want to know what the hell happened between Hope and Thomas and Brooke. I want to know: Did Brooke leave? Did she cry in her office? Did she have a panic attack? Was was Hope and Thomas? Did they get it back on on the desk, <laughs> on the table, on the floor? Did they take it back to his house? I need that whole episode that we missed. <laughs> yeah, they they took we like we lost a chunk of time out of that one. I don't know. That was Monday. We went to Tuesday, and it was a whole different scene. I'm like, wait right. a minute, what happened? So yeah, I don't blame you for that flip, Bree. Um, my flip would have been, um, honestly, I, I, I kind of want Thomas to kind of like, um, say, okay, you know what? I hear you. We can be, you know, F buddies, but, uh, I'm going to see other people too. Are you okay? Since you want me to be okay with this, you okay with that? See what Hope has to say about that one. I don't think she would be okay with that though. Yeah, but you know Thomas ain't doing that when he been. I know that, but that's why it's my flip. <laughs> <laughs> he been telling this woman for for three years that she's the only one. I know, right? Ain't nobody taking him serious. Tell me about it. Okay. Um. All right. So Mary says, "Flip the script." Nikki fires Audra. Let's see. What else? Did we have any other flips? Oh, ID say flip the script. Sheila reveals she overheard about the wrong kisses. That probably is coming out maybe in the next week or two. That probably would be nothing this week. Um, Yeah, because I'm hearing rumors about some eavesdropping happening next week. So, uh, let's see. Okay. People are waiting to see what Brooke was going to do, and they glossed over it. Yeah, they just left mm-hmm. it flat, Jenna. I agree. Uh, okay, so what y'all got for who's taking seats for Young and the Restless? Phyllis. Who said that? Me. Oh, Keisha. Keisha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, who you got, Bree? I have put Kyle in a seat. Put him in a dog pound. I I hope he learns his lesson from this and just starts making better decisions. I'll be nice to him this this week. Okay. <laughs> um, if I had to put somebody in a seat, it would be Victoria. I thought you were gonna say Sally. Girl, I'm I know Sally girl. <laughs> Mm-mm. I ain't giving her time of day this week. She already in the corner somewhere. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Victoria. Victoria and her insubordination. It's like, girl, who are you talking to? <laughs> and then all she did was kept agitating Victor. And Victor got even more mad. It's like, girl, do you know who that man is? He don't take nothing off of nobody. And that includes you. <laughs> as he told her you can leave you don't like it here get the french toast out um all right so i think we did all oh bold bold flip who y'all i mean um seats who you got um ridge and eric can both take a seat talking about rj being the the most talented designer <laughs> I know, artist right. or whatever at forrester creation <laughs> RJ, who popped out of the sky with his social media craft, is suddenly a, a brilliant designer. designer exactly. <clears throat> who you got, Bree? Um, I would say Brooke take a seat, but I don't want to give her a reward. So I'm going to give Liam a seat. He's been off screen, and <laughs> I would like to keep it that way. It's been pleasant for my eyes. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get a writer's and the filmography team a seat for having my head jump time for listening to an episode. It's like, what, what, what did y'all do? How did y'all just go from Monday to Tuesday without <laughs> reacting? Yeah, so I'm going to have to talk to the film department and the production team. Y'all go sit down and look at that episode and tell me where y'all went wrong at. Because we missed right. something. <laughs> I wonder if it was a scene that they shot and they just cut, or if they just didn't even bother shooting a, that scene. Girl, why would they cut it? Because everybody was wondering what what was next when Brooke confronted them. Mm-hmm. You okay? It's one thing if they were still in the office. These people had a whole new set of clothes. Yeah, it was a new day. It was a whole different day. Brooke was. She didn't made it from that office where Hope and Thomas was all the way over to Eric's front room. In the next, in less than what? Because that that was at the end of Monday's episode. By a Tuesday episode at the beginning, everybody was in a different place in different outfits. I'm like, what happened? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's why I'm gonna have him take a seat for that one. That was crazy. All right, we got some seats in this comment section. So Mary says, Tucker, take a seat. Ron says, Audra, Kyle, and Tucker. Jenna says, Tucker should take a seat. And Kyle, Jack, and Billy should take a seat. And Victoria and Nikki should take a seat. Um, <clears throat> Belinda said, Nikki need to take a seat with Victoria. Dewan says, Nikki, take a seat. Um, let me see. Ron says Brooke and Hope. 
Jenna says Ridge and Brooke should take a seat and RJ and Liam. Jenna says Ridge, Brooke, Liam, and RJ should take a seat. Brooke take a seat. Um, Brad Bell take a seat, according to Ron. Uh, let's see. Jenna says Brooke, Ridge, RJ. Jenna also says, yes, Ron, Brad Bell should take two seats and so should Josh Griffith. And Belinda says Ridge, Carter, Brooke, Sheila, and RJ. And Delmonica said, we got hoodwinked by the writers on that cart in the new clothes episode. <laughs> yes, we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we did. They threw us, they threw me off big time because I was looking forward to that the next day and mm-hmm. we didn't get nothing. So, yeah. all right, ladies, it's a good show. We've been on here almost two hours and 45 minutes. Oof, I believe it went sheesh. by so fast, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it did. Uh, Keish, you being on next week? You got stuff to do? Um, my mom's birthday is next Friday, so no, I, I won't be on. Oh, happy birthday oh, to you. Happy mom. birthday. Oh, thank also, you. Thank you. A couple other things. Happy belated birthday to none other than Jay Money. His birthday was uh, this week. Happy Yay. birthday, Jay. I think it was on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Happy birthday. Belated. And then we got to send our condolences. Our condolences. Our condolences. Unfortunately, Billy Miller passed away last Friday. And um, he was battling, from what I understand, a a very long illness. Or illness that he was diagnosed with a couple years ago. So it was complications from that. So, you know, sending his mom did a full video and I know that the other media outlets have been posting it. So, you know, um, we'll send condolences to the YNR staff, GH staff and his friends and family. So he was so young. He was only 43. He would have been 44 Mm -hmm. on Sunday. He's my Um, age. Yep. On the 17th, he would have been 44. So. He's such a such a good actor. My favorite Billy. What I didn't know is him and Elizabeth Hendrickson dated. I didn't know that either. I saw um I saw some of her posts on her story. I didn't Mm -hmm. I didn't realize they were in a relationship at one point. Yeah, now she got married and had some kids, so Yeah. Wow. Yep, so yeah, oh, I know there was some people that were saying some horrific things that, you know, he deleted himself and stuff like that. These Those types of things are unacceptable. Until you know the facts, please, 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 because I heard that same thing, and I'm glad that the truth came out. So, yeah, it, it was nothing of that sort. So just to clear that up. And he, like I said, his mom did a tribute to her son and there it's it's on youtube it's also in other soap media outlets as well if you want to check it out so um my condolences yeah definitely um jackie posted a catch it before it goes away because jackie posted her in the in the baby um i saw it in the in her stories I actually was able to download it and it's on my TikTok for CBS Soap Dish Recap. So you can That woman it. is gorgeous when she's fr- like no makeup. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty. I mean, she's pretty with makeup too, but 
it's amazing like how naturally beautiful she is. Yep, and it looked like she didn't snap back already. She was breastfeeding her baby. So she hopefully she'll be back pretty soon. You know, Jackie don't stay gone long. Right. She was. Oh, it's Jenna's birthday this week too. She, oh yeah, birthday Jenna's was on birthday. Tuesday. Yes, it was a lot of Virgos. Oh yeah. Happy birthday, Jenna. Yep. Um I think Michelle Stafford had a birthday. And because mm-hmm. she who else? It's quite a few people. I think um what's the actress name that plays mm-hmm. Abby? I thought I saw it was her Melissa birthday. Ordway. No, yeah. her birthday is in April. Oh, I thought somebody posted something yeah, her, about telling her happy birthday. Yeah, Eric Braden, Melody Scott. And um, uh, Melissa Orway, their birthdays are all within the first three weeks of April. Just um, like um, Mark Grossman, Josh, the um, Josh Morrow, and Sharon Case, their birthdays are all in that first and second week of February. Hmm, I can't remember who that post was that I saw then. Hmm. I'm trying to think who else. Who else could have been? I don't know. Okay. But I think that's all the announcements that I had this week. Birthdays and, you know, of course, everything else that we talked about. So, yep. All right, you guys. We're going to close it out here. Maybe we'll do the, um, what what, what, what did I call that? Um, Brittany's birthday. Oh, yeah. Brittany Sarpy. Yep. Um, yeah, we can't forget about her either. Um, I'll do the lesser of two evils thing probably in the next live or the one when Keisha gets back or something like that. Cause, um, yeah, we've been on here almost three hours. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also the actor that plays Daniel's birthday too. Ramalati. Um, young Daniel. Oh, okay. Ooh, so Michael Graziati, I think his name yeah. is. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. There's a lot of birthdays the past two, three weeks. So. All right, you guys, we're going to end it here and stay tuned for the full spoilers and recaps for the rest of the week. And until then, we'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. 
We'll talk to you next week. Bye.